Greetings and welcome to the Uncensored Humanity Podcast. If you're new to the show, this is a long-form podcast where I sit down with guests and we just have a conversation. Now, these conversations are not scripted. They are raw and real. There's no editing. So wherever they go, they go. So hopefully you guys will enjoy the conversations as much as I know that I will. Today's episode is brought to you by nobody. Because let's be honest, nobody likes to hear ads. We all just put up with it because we think we have to. Well, you know what? I decided let's not do that for the time being and see how we get along. So let's get into what we all came here for, the actual episode. All right, folks, today we have my brother with us, Mr. Andrew Hoffman. He's always one of my favorite guests, hopefully one of yours as well. And Andrew wanted to come on and do a solo. And normally when we do solos, we just kind of bullshit, talk about what's going on in our lives and all that kind of stuff. And uh, we didn't really want to do that this time. Andrew had the idea of starting a new segment. And I think we've decided, this may change in the future, but as as of right now, I believe we've decided against Culture Clash. Searching for Truth in a Fractured Society. And the whole idea of just taking what's going on in the culture, uh, what people are talking about on social media, online, in the news, all that kind of stuff, and then just giving our two cents about it as well. And what was great about this episode is that we had very differing opinions the whole time. So we were just going back and forth. And I wouldn't say we were arguing, but we definitely had different perspectives that we had on what was going on and and what what people are talking about right now on social media and all that kind of good stuff. Now, this... (laughs) shocker with with us especially the two of us uh things got a little bit crazy uh we certainly talked about things that are not so acceptable to talk about in today's society and there are definitely some cringeworthy moments uh with things that were brought up and things that we said but you know what that's the whole idea of what we want to cover it's one of the main reasons why i started the podcast in the first place is to talk about things that people aren't talking about that they should be that are actually important and, and not giving too much credit to everybody who just has their own opinion online. I get it. That's, I don't know. I, I guess that's part of society today is everybody gets a, a voice because they have social media. But in my opinion, not everybody deserves a voice and we shouldn't necessarily be listening to them. And again, these are just our ideas. It's just our thoughts. So please take these with a huge grain of salt Hopefully, they'll just spur other conversations that you'll have with your friends and maybe make you think differently about kind of what's going on in society. Maybe that's just grandiose thinking. Maybe I don't deserve. Well, let's let's put it that way. Anyway, enough of me rambling. Let's get into this bad boy. Without any further ado, please sit back, strap in, and enjoy our conversation. Greetings and welcome back to another episode of the Uncensored Humanity Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Hess, and today we have my brother with us, Mr. Andrew Hoffman. Andrew, how we doing? Are we doing great, man. What's up? Oh, you know, just living the dream or Mm -hmm. the American nightmare, as we like to call it. Uh, (laughs) It's always good when we get to do a uh, solo because we don't normally do a lot of these. It's probably been about a year. It's been, yeah, over a year, I think. Yeah. I mean, it's like normally we have on other people, Jake and other guests, Todd, whoever we have with us. and. But we wanted to do a a solo for you guys, and we're going to get into some, just some topics of kind of what's floating around social media. We're going to call this section the uh, culture wars. (laughs) (laughs) 
I love that idea. Where'd you get that idea, Matt? Oh, uh, what a Andrew, great idea. Andrew came up with this idea, by the way. It is not my idea. It is all Andrew. <laughs> Hence the, the shittiness of it. But. Well, I don't know about that. I mean, it's just, I mean, that's kind of what we do on here, though. We, we kind of bullshit about yeah. what's going on, like whether it's our lives or uh, everything else going on. And since, well, I'm boring and you're boring, like there's not a whole yeah. lot going on in our lives. I, I'm thinking like, you know, two middle-aged white guys if anyone's at the front lines of the culture wars, all right, it's got to, it's going to be us. Well, of I course. mean, we're the ones, you know, toting the rifles and, and, and boots on the ground right now, well, obviously. Except for when they so, do like all the protesting, all that no, kind no, of no, stuff I'm no. hiding in my house. Yeah. Like, but. I don't, I'm just talking about like, you know, browsing social media. Of course. But since I'm not on social media at yeah. all anymore, but that's why we have Andrew. So yeah. <laughs> keep like, us all up to date. And I know that like, you know, we do. You know, our American Honesty segment with Jake is, is probably our, I guess you would say, like our political outlet, you know, for the most part. That's um, kind of what it's designed even to be, though, yeah. Um, especially, like, I guess more with my involvement. In the past, I know most of my, like, solos have probably, you know, they probably touched on, you know, maybe more personal aspects of, of what's going on with me. But um, as I was telling you earlier, you know, kind of like as I was racking my brain, you know, I didn't – it's really just been such a slow um, – I guess a year, it was, it's been a slow, even though it's been a hectic year, I mean, you're talking about like previous 12 months, it's been a slow year as far as um, experiences, you know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, I mean, I think the Rona kind of put a, a big hit on a lot of things that we would normally yeah. be doing, and you're just kind of, like, let's be honest, in your business, you're probably playing catch up. So yeah, there's probably I mean, lots exactly. of work going on with that, and then you're probably just chilling at home with the family and yeah. just hanging out, because you can't really go out and do lots of things, so I totally understand that. Yeah, so as I you know, find myself kind of treading, basically just treading water, you know, waiting to, um, you know, kind of get back out there. Um, I have, you know, probably, um, for the, for the worst, I've been, you know, I just, I, I tend to engage, not engage, but I, from a distance, I voyeur these culture wars that are going on. Um, I don't engage anymore. One, because, I know it's fruitless, and two, because all my accounts get banned. So it's like, what the heck, dude? Like, <laughs> can a dude just say, come to Ohio so I can kill you or something and get uh, away uh, with it? I mean, apparently that's not a good yeah. thing to say either in person or online. Yeah. I found that out about 18 months ago. So, and <laughs> yeah, didn't, I won't make that mistake again. Although, since that time, I've had. Okay, I just got a strike on my Facebook, and I never post on Facebook. Ever. I don't know what that means. Like a strike. strike. So basically, like if you violate their, their terms or whatever. You get, they'll give you like so many strikes and a strike. Oh, I didn't think there were even warnings at all. I thought it was well, just not like, real- fuck you, you're banned, and they just well, kick you off. No, they, they, I guess you could call it a warning in the sense it was only like the first time, you know, it's only, it'll go like a day. You'll have to go a day without posting. This time I got a three day. And I'm like thinking to myself, like, what the heck? I didn't even post anything. And I went and looked and I saw that on our neighborhood page, somebody posted this real super clever meme. And this is kind of going to get into you know, a little bit of what we're, what we're going to talk about, but, um, it was a picture, it was a meme of like a box of lucky charms. And it said like lucky charms announces they will not be changing their, you know, their leprechaun advertising campaign because Irish people aren't little bitches and easily offended, you know, <laughs> obviously, you know, taking a jab at all the, the people that are offended over other things. And I'm just like, but also but, but the same, hopefully very truthful. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm still thinking like how cringy this, this, Lucky Charms meme is. So I just got on there and I commented like, I know plenty of Irish dudes who are little bitches. You know? <laughs> I'm one of them. But I didn't say that I was one of them. But um, I am. But 
I, so I just put that out there as like a joke, like you of know, course. like like people try to make the like every everyone's a little bitch. It's everybody, every group has little bitches. So anyway, I got I got a ban for that. So somebody, some some little Irish prick in my neighborhood saw that and thought that I was somebody reported you. Yeah, and I I got report. I don't know, or maybe Facebook has an algorithm. I'll that, bet you it wasn't an Irish prick. I'll bet you it was a middle aged white lady. It, it it could be. They're yes. they're the ones who are the worst in all of this stuff. Or Facebook maybe has some algorithm that whenever they see the word little plus bitch, it knows to like I mean, an insult. But there's so many posts going on, I can't imagine that's the case. Well, I mean, maybe it is, but. it's It was, they have, they have, in YouTube too, I mean, they all have like these algorithms that seek out these, you know, problematic phrases or whatever and will delete them. And there's a lot of backlash on that because obviously a lot of things that shouldn't be struck down are just because the algorithm is still learning. Yeah. Um, that being said, man, I, I, and I know like it's, this is like the, the, the second grade kid in me, but I, some of the stuff I see out there, it's like, Oh, why are you taking mine down? Well, look what this guy's doing. Look at what this guy posted. <laughs> that's wor- you know, that's worse than what I did. And I think to myself, like, well, just fuck off, Andy. Like, <laughs> just, you know, just maybe you just stop being an asshole. Well, I, I think, I think the biggest thing here is the fact that people need to, Calm the fuck down. Yeah. And have a sense of humor well, and realize that's not malicious. That's someone just making let, a joke. I, Either me, roll with it or get the fuck over it. Let me open up here with a quick story here because this is per, per this 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 actually happened in our neighborhood page, okay? And and I guess like so I assume this is also a closed page, it's so a, it's only a, yeah, people can it is, but it's got about fifteen hundred people in it. Oh and, Jesus. Yeah, and in my line of work, like I'm not saying like I'm I'm fairly well known in the community. Just you know, I I really can't go anywhere without knowing somebody. Just for as long as I've been in business and as many cl- you know clientele that I've had from Wadsworth, yeah, you know, my name is I guess recognizable probably to a lot of people out there. But anyway, so that's why I kind of have to be careful <laughs> With about the big what, grin on his what face. I post. So <laughs> there is a there is uh, Wadsworth has had an issue with there's a homeless guy. Okay, his name's Dennis. I won't give his last name. Not that it matters. His name's Dennis Homeless, um, and Dennis Homeless Dennis, yeah, Homeless Dennis. Um, and he has been bouncing around between like Barberton, Norton, Wadsworth, and the surrounding areas, you know, because he pretty much goes there. And he, what he did in Wadsworth is he set up a tent and panhandles. Yeah, and, and gets, he, gets money. He, he he does panhandle to some extent, but on the other extent, like people just like will start bringing him stuff. Yeah. Apparently, this guy had an apartment out in Ritman before he came to Wadsworth that he absolutely trashed with shit, like literal shit everywhere. Tra- yeah, a lot of people like that become hoarders. Yeah. So when you start to give them stuff, they won't give it up, and it just gets worse and worse and worse and worse. And people try to help them. Yeah. And they try to get them a job and try to get them apartments, and, and they just ruin it, and they get kicked out. And that's out, exactly what happened, it's yeah. It's just what happens. And so he then comes to Wadsworth, and apparently the cops, you know, um, the first time he gets arrested because, you know, he had his tent set up on public property, you know, on property, which he couldn't have it. I don't want to say arrested, but he gets, you know, the, the cops come, they talk to him. The dude had about over 30,000 in cash with yeah. him. I want to say like 10,000 in gift cards or whatever. And he doesn't spend it. Yeah, you'd be shocked in the kind of money that people like that have. There, there was a gentleman, um, up, up in, uh, in my neck of the woods who would do the same thing. And again, like, 
uh, church groups have tried to help him. Uh, the city set him up with an apartment. They did all those kind of things to help him try to get back on his feet. The guy is just mentally unstable. Yeah. It's, it's just not fair. And he would hoard things. And I guess that I, I know people who would say they, they would run into him in the bank and he would be exchanging all of his ones for hundreds. Yeah. And you'd be surprised at how many thousands of dollars sure. that this guy has on him because, again – Everything he owns is right there in his little tent area with the tarp or yeah. whatever. And it's like, I mean, I'll bet you the dude gets robbed all the time because he's got so much damn cash. Everybody knows it. And that's that's interesting because that's what this guy. So it turns out, it, it turns out this guy has a Facebook page. And on his page, he talks about all the cities he's been to and how they're filled with devils and people that steal from him and okay. stuff like that. And so is it. Typical crazy person. Yeah. I get it. So long, long story short about him is eventually Wadsworth has had made he's had to move on to Norton where he's up to his old stuff again. But while he was in Wadsworth, of course the the the, the nosy people on the Facebook page always talking about him like oh what's where's there's the where's the homeless guy today anybody seen him? Sometimes it was people who wanted to like you know rip him. Other times it was you know people that wanted to help him. Most of the time, every single conversation divulged into hey anybody know what's up with Dennis and. You'd have a couple people comment about, ah, oh, fuck, you know, for the most part, fuck Dennis. Here's everything we've done for him, and this is what he says about us. And and then you got the other people coming and saying, oh, you know, you're, God forbid, you need help someday, and this and that, and mental health. And so, not saying I'm not even choosing a side on who's right or wrong here. I don't really give a damn. But there's this one. There was this one woman on there, and I had noticed her. Um, she would always snarkily comment on most everything, anything anybody had to talk about, regardless regardless of what it was. She Kind of had a snark out. A lot like myself. But she, you know, she would... So she made this comment under one of these posts about Dennis. As far as, like, oh, Wadsworth has, you know, like, 78 churches in it. Why don't one of them actually step up and help the guy? And, you know, me, being a righteous man of faith that I am, got to stand up for my churches, right? All my 79 of them. Um, <laughs> Do you go to all those churches, Andrew? I had, as of, I'm going to zero right now because they all shut down. Or the one I'm going to is shut down. Well, they're not back open yet? I thought a lot more back open now. The one I'm going to, I got to be honest, I feel I feel like a piece of shit saying this. I don't know if they're open in person yet or not. Okay. But I, I don't know. It's terrible, but I probably should check. Anyway, I get on there and I just say, well, if he could handle the smell, maybe he could come and stay at your place. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Pretty, you know, I, and I, I'm typing this out. I'm, I actually remember exactly what I was. I'm sitting in my bank waiting for a. A, a, a teller I'm sitting on and I remember typing it out tape it out and you're thinking and I, I should not post and this I, and I shouldn't post listen, this I shouldn't so post I, this I smirk to myself I'm like that's pretty funny you know because it's what, <laughs> cause what, what, is, what is comedy comedy is brevity right so think of you know just how I you know I just thought it was a great delivery but I said you know what I, I don't know this woman you know God, maybe who God knows maybe she's even been a client in the past who knows I don't know anything about it I'm gonna delete it that post was up probably no more than 10 seconds and I'm not oh, even. So you you posted it and like I posted it. Shit, I need read to it. I'm like, down. man, fuck it. Like I'm not getting into it because I know she'll respond. And then I whatever. I'm not doing. <laughs> so I'm not kidding you. I read it and then I hit it and deleted it. Ten seconds. Leave the page. Do my business at the bank. Go home. Get home. Sit down. And sometime later, I open Facebook. Go to the. You know, it's all out of my mind. Go to the neighbor page. This lady has created created her own post on Facebook, calling me out by name, like, hey, Andrew Hoffman, you're such a big man deleting your post before I can respond, blah, 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 like that, okay? So I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, 
here, you know, <laughs> you done did it now. I deleted that so I could stay off the radar. And now, like, so I'm thinking, like, okay, like, obviously, like, I can. There's two ways out of this. I can either like, or three ways. One, I could just completely ignore this. Two, I could grovel an apology and see what happens. Or two is, or three is, I could snark it up a little bit more and see what <laughs> happens. So I kind of choose that. Of course, you go with the latter. Yeah. Um. So well, the, the middle object is probably the best one to go with I, the middle option. <laughs> and that's what I even told her. I was like, I was like, you know, because everyone like started like wondering, like posting like these gifts about, well, like, you know, eating popcorn, like, oh, well, what happened? What do you say? Cause, and I'm like, and that's why I commented, I was like, I said, I said, well, at least have the, she, oh yeah, on her comment, she's like, I screenshotted your comment, you know, by the way. So I got down there in the comments and I was like, well, at least have the decency to post a screenshot now, you know, so everybody knows what we're talking about. <laughs> and then I flat out got on and told a guy like, yeah, I told her that the homeless guy could stay with her if, if he could handle the smell. <laughs> Turns out this comment ended up getting about like 90 replies, all of them, except for like one or two of them. Like trashing this woman, this woman, like she, she would not like, I, I would make these jokes and she would keep coming at me with comment and gif and comment and, you know, trying to like say like, you know, that I was acting like a child and I'm just, and then finally when she's not getting a response, he starts comparing me to Trump saying, and then she starts calling me a Trump supporter. And I'm like, I've never touched politics. Yeah. On whatsoever. So I'm like, I don't know what the because, fuck. Because like to, to a lot of uh, super liberals right now, that's such a Trump card, well, shall I it's say. Something, I'm like, I'm like, like this is going to shut down all the yeah. arguments because now you're a racist so, piece of shit. And maybe she got what she wanted. I was like, so finally I took the bait on that and I'm like. She wanted attention. That's I said, what she wanted. And I was like, I was like, I deleted that post after being rude. Okay. Something Trump would not do. You, <laughs> you however, took it and publicized it and made a huge deal about it. And now you're getting shit on by 90% of the community. For doing that, because they said, "Hey, he deleted it. Let it go," you know. So I said, "Who's who's really Trump in yeah, this situation exactly. here?" But um, that post to this day is still up there, and as she's getting rolled, dude, she she by the end of this com by the end this is gonna sound ridiculous. By the end of this, she was getting called a racist because a black woman stood up for me and started trashing her. So then she started coming back at this black woman. People then started calling her a racist, even though in my mind I'm like thinking like you're allowed to argue with a black woman and not be a racist. Yeah, so I'm like, even that's like, that's okay. We're allowed to just be, I don't know, be fucking people. I know. So I'm thinking, in my, I'm actually in my people? in my mind standing up for this woman. Like, well, now, as, as you should. I'm thinking like now now she's getting called a racist. That's, that's the right thing to so do. I, so so snarky I, or not. So I finally got on there and I was like, I was like, look, you even just admitted a few comments ago that this was started out as a joke, even though it, you know. So I'm like, why don't you just delete it? Like, just delete this and move on. Yes, take take we'll, your L and move on. We'll call the day. You know, and she still wouldn't do it. Oh, She's God. like, she still couldn't. So thankfully, it's been buried, you know, over. So far, yeah. You with know, all the comments and everything else. And, and with everything that's been posted since on that page. But as of right now, um, my name is immortalized on that page. And I guess, did I learn a lesson? Should I have learned a lesson? Maybe. I don't know. I guess maybe. I, I'm starting to figure out, like, just don't say shit. You know, but I, I disagree with that because you should be able to say anything you want to as long as it's, it's productive, as long as it doesn't go against the First Amendment. Yeah. Okay. As long as it's not harmful, threatening, those kind of things. Yes. If you're being a smart ass, you should absolutely be able to say that. And people should not be able to take that out of context and vilify you and well, call you a racist and a Trump supporter. Oh, my God. It's like, calm the fuck down. Yeah. It's a joke. If you don't like it, be like, hey, that's inappropriate. I don't appreciate that. And leave it at that. We're done. That's all she wrote. You would, you would. But people are, well, shall I say, to quote a good uh, friend of mine, uh, they're little bitches. <laughs> they are. That that, they what are. a great term. <laughs> so, yeah, that's just kind of. Andrew kinda, came up with that one too, yeah. guys, just so you know. 
Um, <laughs> so anyway, that's just kind of a, a little like lead in into, um, you know, I guess you could even say that 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 post itself devolved into a mini culture war because by the end of it, you but had everything politics does and now. Ra- I know everything does because people again they, they get so upset and they get so involved with these things, especially online. Because, well, most of the times people have no lives. They've got nothing they're really striving for that they're pushing themselves for. So they're just going to work. They're taking their kids to soccer or whatever activities they're fucking allowed to do right now because the government says so. And they're they're living their little pathetic lives. So they have to come up with some means of be, be, being important. Being relevant. Yeah, they have, yeah to, exactly. they have to be relevant. Yeah, so they, they want to feel like they are. So yeah. they, they get into these huge arguments online and it's like, can we fucking stop this, people? You know, as much as you're, you know, I know you're right there is because that's something that I think, I guess you could say that I would struggle with the most when it comes to, you know, seeing all this stuff is that in my mind, like the idea that everybody has this voice and for whatever reason, some people's voices are amplified so much more than others. You know, that's like something. Even though I know that's just how it is, like, well, here's and it's on is, both sides. But that's how it used to be. But now, because of social media, because people can get online now, like, everybody now has a voice, whether they've earned that or not. They Whereas do. Whereas before, you used to only really hear from people that had earned a spot where people would actually listen. But now what you have, though, is even though anybody can say something, at least as long as they follow the, the terms and conditions, um, their opinion is is basically overshadowed by you know if if somebody has more followers say on twitter okay they're obviously going to have a much larger audience yes so whatever they say is going to carry more it's going to carry more weight it's going to seem more real than if some within some random with like 30 followers when he comments onto it you know your natural instinct is to disregard his response because well, shit, who's this guy? He nobody knows this guy. Look at what this guy's saying. He's got, you know, he's got 800,000 people listening to him. So, and I know that's, look, you can go all the way back to ancient history, probably back to the Stone Age, as far as like, yeah, there were voices that were amplified. And, and yeah, there was a point where you couldn't get your opinion out there unless you wanted to write a letter to the editor. I heard a great analogy or a great, great tweet the other day was basically back in like the, you know, back in the day, you remember all, all those letters to the editors that were way too shitty to get printed? Well, now they're all just on social media. Yes. Now, now you don't need any type of process or oversight to just post anything. Yes, and but just because people have the ability to get online and post their opinion doesn't mean that we as a society should be listening to it. Exactly. But what I've struggled with is I feel like I <laughs> – and I know this is – it's unreasonable, but it's like I resent – I guess the the fact that like um a an opinion can be amplified and almost like and I'm going to I'll say this is a this is a, and, and and you can't convince me this isn't a fact. Okay? Just talking about the Trump presidency, okay? It was I don't think will, will will he go down as probably in history as probably one of the worst presidents ever. I will say yes. But but, but why is that? And that's because of the how we have created a truth about him. Public perception has created a truth, and and sometimes. But that's is all... it really public perception, or is it the media? Well, that's kind of what I mean by by public perception. I would say you know because public perception a lot of times is, is formed by 
you know, the media or Hollywood, you know, outside influences. You know, I just look at my own life and see how much of what I believe. It's uh, every everybody, regardless of how independent they want to think of themselves as a thinker, everyone, everyone's worldview is shaped by information they've taken in throughout their lives and then they've processed it into a reality. So, but I, I think, but that, that is such an important thing that you say, but I really believe that that's why it's so important to look at things from different perspectives, talk to different kinds of people, talk to people with different religious backgrounds, political backgrounds, everything else, and then decide like what you believe instead of just being in your echo chambers, which it seems like is what people do nowadays, whether it's online or in yeah. person. They only ever talk to people that really just agree with them. And that, but that's – I would say that that's voluntary – that's voluntarily putting yourself in an echo chamber. Like if I know if I'm going to have a Twitter – if I'm going to have a Twitter account and I'm going to follow – I'm going to follow all conservatives or all liberals, then I put myself in my own echo chamber. And that's – but I'm saying like in this case, these are – you know, these are things that have maybe are against our – are against our will. Like where, you know, our teachers growing up, you know, things that were put into our mind – they, you know, against our will, they just were, you know, either by, you know, our parents, our teachers, our, uh, you know, our pastors, our friends, TV shows we watched, movies, all that stuff just comes in and it shapes a reality. Now, obviously, you've got a million situations now where you can look at something objectively and one person can see one truth on one side and another person can see a completely different reality from the opposite side. So it's like that just goes to show you like reality is only objective in the eye of the beholder like so getting back to like trump like he could he will probably he he will ob- objectively be viewed at as one of the worst presidents and that is because although once you start to get people to start to get into it about why as time goes by eventually it's just going to be it's just basically going to boil down to well he was an asshole he was a jerk he was rude you know what I'm saying? I, even I can, even even I right now we're only a, we're only a few months out, and it's like policy wise, you know, yeah, Trump was a shitty conservative. He was not a Republican. Look, you know, spending all this COVID relief money and you know raising the national debt as much as he did. He's not a he's not a Republican. He's not a conservative. That being said, um, policy wise, like show me. Show me what happened negatively. All that ever happened was unemployment went down and the stock market went up. That's all that happened. Okay, like what else? What 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 are you going to? But to me, it's like I've given up on even caring about that. Yeah, my kids will grow up learning that Trump was one of the worst presidents, if not the worst president ever. What do I? Is there anything I can say to change that? No, it's just that's just an accepted. But you shouldn't truth now. You shouldn't try to change that. All you should do is put out the facts and then let your children decipher it for themselves because yes you're right in school they're going to get told that he was the worst president ever period because a lot of people who are uh teachers are very liberal and they don't like trump so they're going to hate on him whether he did great or not but let's be real honest here it's like we're, we're just a few months out of the election like you had said and joe biden won and it's like if the rona hadn't happened yeah he would have gotten reelected in a heartbeat. Trump would have. Yeah. Because well, I any, I don't know any, about that. I, trust me when I say, any president coming in with that strong of an economy before the Rona hit usually nine times out of ten gets reelected. And as close as it was this time, 
while all that turmoil and everything else was going on, if the economy was super strong, employment, unemployment was still down, everything else, I think that he would have got reelected. It would have been still very close. Yeah, I mean, and it's but a, it would have just swung the other way. It's a mood to think about. And here's the thing: is too, I don't, I don't have, I don't feel any obligation to defend Trump. I don't really, I guess, in my mind, I don't really care how he's viewed. You know what I'm saying? I don't care. I, I believe that he has earned that reputation because yeah. of his actions. So it's like he I, does not act presidential. I am not a fan. I do not like him. And I will say that openly. It's like I, I think he was a horrible president yeah. just because he didn't act like a leader is supposed to act. He acted like a spoiled little brat. And yeah, maybe his policies were good. And he turned over power to the military and they got a bunch of shit done in a couple of years that they had barely been able to get done over two decades. But you know what? He's an asshole, and I don't like him, and I don't like the fact that he was a little child in there, so I will say that. I yeah, just didn't, and, and I didn't care for the guy. And Yeah, and this wasn't like, this was, I definitely didn't want to, like, get into the, you know, the nuts and bolts of a Trump presidency. My point was, basically, is how rea- how truth and reality yes, gets, gets shaped. absolutely. And how, once it becomes accepted, there's it's no go. It's almost impossible It's, to it's turn almost it like around. you have to go. Because people don't like logic. Yeah, there has to be so there has to be so much time passed that finally you can come back and look at like something and realize okay these were the good guys and these were the bad guys and that's going to happen after our lifetime. But the problem with that is, as we look back into history, and and you can do that way past the point. But like you said, it's generations down the line. Yeah, it's going to be it two won't to be three, us. Two to three generations later, typically, and it's like. Who writes the history books? Yeah. Typically the winners of the war. And so they shape it how they want it to be shaped. They may not put in all the facts, but they'll put in enough truths so that you can look those up and realize, okay, that's that's definitely true. This definitely happened. But they're doing it to shape your perspective to view it the way that they want you to view it. That's history. Well, and the go picking piggybacking on that, I I feel like where Right now, the trend is we don't have any. There's no. There's no conservatives out there right now with enough backbone. I feel, in enough number, to fight back against um, some of this. And I'm not going to even say. I'm not going to even say liberal because let me get this right off the bat. Okay, there's good and bad liberal and conservative. Obviously, goes without saying. Okay, I'm talking about you know the. Not you know just the, the 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 woke mob basically that's taken over the far left, you know and I and I might just as I wouldn't just as me with conservative viewpoints wouldn't don't want don't want to be associated with insurrectionists. I'm not going to do the same thing to a decent liberal person. What's an insurrectionist? Well, these these people that man, that was a nice voice crack. <laughs> these people that the that were at the Capitol on the six, you know. Okay. That, um, I know. It, <laughs> It's speaking of you know the armed insurrection of which there was absolutely zero. There's still no evidence of anybody having a single weapon. So yet we have the National Guard there, like it's a fucking GI Joe base right hey, now. But what they did was wrong. It was so they, anyway. They, you yeah, cannot break into which federal. Is, which property. is why I'm that saying, is not okay. yeah, which is why I'm saying, which is why I'm saying, I I don't want to be associated with them, and so I'm I'm not going to do the same injustice to a, a decent liberal person and associate them with you know somebody in the woke mob. But what I feel is that. Nobody, whether it be a centrist, a conservative, a level-headed liberal, nobody has the stones right now to take on this woke mob. There's nobody with the stones to do it. They're, Everyone's afraid because they're going to get I'm called talking, racist I'm, or yeah, bigots or whatever. It's here's so what's bad crazy right to now. me is that 
I feel like it's such a it's a small it's a small sliver of the population that actually you, cares about things like that. And what I don't understand is how they gained so much power and so much fealty so quickly. Whereas you've got conservatives afraid to take him on, and you've got liberals afraid to challenge him, let they because they don't want to be then and not to mention in with everyone who's moderate, which is yeah. most of the population. If you look at the actual t- statistics, which I saw recently within the last year, they say about fifteen to twenty percent of the of the population is the crazy super woke liberals, and about. Like eight to ten percent is the super crazy right assholes, like yeah. you know skinheads or whatever the um, fancy word that you just insurrectionists. Those yeah. insurrectionists, <laughs> I already bloody forgot. My fucking memory is just going. Oh my god! But so it's like that's a very small percentage of the population, whereas most of us, again, the rest of us are somewhere in the middle. And I, I feel like some might lean a little bit yeah. more right, some might lean a bit more left, but. We're Most, being we're being held hostage exactly right because now. they're afraid to stand up to the the woke mob like you said nobody's afraid to stand up against insurrectionists yeah everyone's oh, exactly yeah like nobody's nobody afraid, has nobody nobody's has any problem that. yeah but that's because yelling at your aunt Karen who's in the White House with a you know taking a picture on yeah, of herself because that's socially acceptable to make fun of those guys and call yeah. them out but it's not socially acceptable to call out anybody on the far far left and that's not okay. So, yeah, like one example of that would be, um, you know, the super, uh, uh, you know, the, the term it's so relative right now, cancel culture. And some people love throwing it out there and some people hate it. Regardless of what you think about it, does it exist or not, here's what, the, here's what the arguments are. Obviously, you've got – and it tends to be all conser- only, you know, typically conservatives or center people that are concerned about, you know – Things from our history, American history, being um, basically scrubbed out of history. Why? Why we care about some of this stuff? I have no fucking clue. Like, um, but what you have from the left is, or not the left. I don't want to say the left. What you have from the woke mob. There we go. Yeah, is um, basically well, there is no cancel culture. You just these are people receiving consequences. There's a difference between being canceled and receiving just consequences for their behavior. So just to give you an example here, just two two things, just in the last week, okay, that have been the ne- newest target of quote-unquote cancel culture. I'm only using that term because that's what other people call it. I don't care what you want to call it. But you've got Mr. Potato. <laughs> You're going to laugh when you hear this because you probably- No, I, I heard about okay. this at the gym. You heard about day, and I just shook my Mr. head. Mr. Potato Head and the do- old Dr. Seuss books, right? Yeah. Okay. Now you've got conservatives, you know- with their pitchforks ready to defend Mr. Potato Head and Dr. Seuss, something that nobody gives a fuck about. But it's, okay. it's not about but, that. But it's the point, yeah, that they're trying it's to be scrubbed. It's the principle. But here's – so you got – that's insane on one hand that you would have anybody care enough to rise up against it, even though I can kind of understand the, the slippery slope theory there. On the other hand, you've got the woke mob saying, well, no one's being canceled. It's just consequences for inappropriate behavior. And I'm thinking, here's the problem. When this shit – when Mr. Potato Head was – invented or when these dr seuss books were written and i look at some of these dr seuss books that were in question is the image racist i don't know i i i, I guess i'm not gonna say because it's a cartoon character. i'm white Here, here's what i've noticed you had you had a couple you know dr seuss characters that had like they were clearly from china because they had the slanty eyes and they had like a chinese garb on and then you had the same with like they had, there was one book with some jungle people in it and they were darker colored and they had like nose rings so okay is there here's the issue when that shit was written, when it was created, it wasn't socially unacceptable. 
And you say, well... Not even that. It wasn't meant to be hurtful yeah, and or it, racist exactly. or anything. But now people would say, well, now we've evolved and now we can look back and see how hurtful it is. And well, I disagree. We first of evolved. all, yeah, I don't know who's ever been hurt by any of this stuff, but the point is they're justifying these actions by saying, well, these consequences, these are consequences to be paid for past misgivings. And my here's my point. I feel like there's going to be a day in the future where... And if you don't think this is coming for you, then you're then you're completely you don't understand history. You're blind, okay? <laughs> but there could be a day in the future where it could be looked at like if you looked at pornography, you were basically a a degenerate, a pervert, a you should be exiled. Who knows? In the future, we might exile people that look at porn. Who knows? We might. And then as they're making sex robots, yeah, <laughs> I know. But or you could be or or go the other side. What if like. God, who who knows? What if someday, like abortion, people actually understand what it is, and like we look back at, oh, we used to have a society that you know women would just go and have their kids ripped out of them, like, and and we could, and now anybody, it seems so so foreign to think about, but those people could be vilified. You know what I'm saying? So it's like there is, if you're going to just constantly go over the past and try to scrub people out because you think it's offensive, okay. You're all all you are. You're you're going to be scrubbed out later on, okay? By somebody who's looking back at your primitive ways and realizing how stupid and uneducated you were. So it's like, who the fuck do you think you are, basically, to go around? I don't care toppling any type of statue, burning any type of book. I don't give a fuck. What? There's a reason why you can still buy Mind Camp on Amazon, okay? There's a reason for it. Yes. It's, it's not because Amazon says, "Hey, read this book and." Find some good ideas and let's put them into practice. It's because we're preserving history. It's not even just that. It's it's, it's again. It's it's the principle of this. Okay. It's the problem that these these people called the woke mob, like uh, like like you had coined already, and done all that kind of stuff. It's like it's it's very very simple. It's the the way to beat bad ideas is with better ideas. You can't cancel these bad ideas and expect them just to go away because again, that's not how history works. Like to, to your point exactly, we can look back in not too far of the history here to Nazi Germany. Like here here is a political movement that got a little crazy and they decided to shape the minds of the young generation because they knew they can't change the older generation. So they're going to shape the minds of the, the younger ones. We're going to burn books. We're going to get rid of things. We're going to outlaw things. And th- these are things that they didn't agree with. And what happened? Like bad fucking things happened. And I mean, it's like if, if you don't realize the fact that that's exactly what you're here, doing. Here, here's it, the issue, though, is that, we, is that everyone's call, everyone thinks, you know, the left – or the, the woke mob obviously thinks anyone that's not, that's not them is a Nazi. And the right... What's worse is they attack even themselves for not being woke enough. Yeah, and the right is labeling the woke mob as the fascists because they're the ones doing the canceling, the book burning, the, 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 the scrubbing of history type of thing, you know? And both sides will say they're doing it for the betterment of, you know... The, the the human race. That's what they that's what they think what they're they think. doing. Yeah. But again, they don't understand history. They don't understand how these things actually work. Well, you know, kind of talking about jumping on what you're talking about there, as far as you know, where you, it starts with the youth. Um, that, and, and that's how you change generations. Yeah. Uh, I I saw and I saw something a, a recent a recent study come out just in the last week, and we could talk about this a little bit. Um, 
it basically was showing the amount of people under a certain age that identified as anything other than, I guess, cisgendered, basically. So any anything on the spectrum other than just being straight. Other than just being a human. Yeah, well... They're all making up this stupid bullshit. Well, well, it's fucking fake. This, well, no, no, I mean, well... Being, it is. Being, well, I'm, I'm over all this shit. I'm, I'm just done with well, it. Well, listen, man. So... What basically what you had is the generation before this kid's generation, I guess, um, you had roughly about 5% of kids, I want to say under the age of 14, that would identify. I'm pretty sure the numbers were less than that. Yeah, it, it might have been like 4 to 5%. I'm this, this thinking is, it's more like 2 to 3. This is just the study I saw. So, yeah. you know, the, the point is this generation, I saw this, and it's like it's 11.2% that are going to identify somewhere on the LGBTQ scale, whether it be, you know, transgender or for sexual preference they relate to their what age are these kids they're they're like they're they're i think they're either like i think it was under 14 or 15 yeah, or they're not even old enough to know better so that's something i'm looking at the thing i'm thinking a couple things to myself i'm thinking okay one is okay there's two there's two two things that could be going on here one is that these there's always it's always been around 11 percent. it's just in the past it was taboo so people on these studies wouldn't admit to it or they would lie to themselves, and tell themselves they were straight and normal when they really weren't. That's one option. <coughs> Two is, it's being so normalized in our culture, and I, and I don't want to say, I don't even want to say, I don't want to say normalized, because I feel like living, just living your life, and you could, you could, you can fuck a, a park bench if you want to. I don't give a shit, but. Well, if, if, it's not, a, not, if it's your house, I don't, sure. If it's a yeah. public park, no, that's not. I don't okay. even want to say normalized because I don't care. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Every, every, anything is normal as long as you're not hurting anybody, you know. But I'm going to say championing. They're cha- it's being championed to almost um, a ridiculous extent to the point where these kids, I feel, and I had the suspicion. I feel like you know these kids. Every kid gets lost and wonders who they are, what they're about, and get you know this and that. Yeah, now, every single kid. Yeah, so it's like maybe they're just maybe maybe they're just thinking or saying, hey, if I maybe I'm bi, and maybe that'll give me if I'm bisexual, then that gives me a so that makes something unique about me, and now I can be part of this bisexual community on on social media, and I can be part, you know, I can you know talk about being bisexual on TikTok and Tumblr and all that shit, and I'm part of that community now, and I, I have strength in that community, and they and that's where they get it from. So I just. Out of curiosity, I have a daughter who's 13, and I have two boys, one who's in college and one who's uh, a sophomore. In high school. Yeah, in high school. Well, yeah, a sophomore in high school. Um, and I said, does this sound like does this sound right to you like that? Like, it's your school's like or something like this. Is this like something that's that prominent or whatever? And my daughter was like, look, she said, hey, look at this for a second. Show me her phone. We're scrolling through bios of just these are these are not all necessarily friends, just people in her, you know, like, in the community and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. I'm not I'm not feeding you any bullshit when I say one in three. Okay, one in at least one in three, maybe one in three and a half of these thirteen year olds, boy and girl, mention something about either being bi, transgender, you know, no gender fluid or, you know, Terms that I didn't even know existed five years ago. Um, and I'm like, holy shit, like this is not just like something that's that I'm imagining or seeing on a chart. Like 
these are real kids. A lot, some of these kids I know because they came up, you know, through the school system and stuff like that. And I, I know them, and I'm thinking to myself, yeah, you've known them since they were little kids. Yeah, and I, and I just, and I'm not, I'm not, not making, not, not to say whether they are or aren't what they say they are. Either they're just more comfortable in saying that they're that, or there is a genuine push. And I don't understand what it is. I, I understand wanting to push being yourself and making it acceptable to be yourself. I get that. Okay. And look, if you, I, I don't, I don't really care how, if you want to think these ideas are backwoods or whatever, I don't really care. This is the way I feel about it. And, 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 and I feel like, so listen to my words before you guys get your, you know, get your pitchforks out here. All right. Obviously, like I said, I don't, not only do I not care whether someone is gay or trans or whatever, I don't care. Like when I say that I don't care, I, I don't mean I don't care about that person. It doesn't, it doesn't affect like what if I had an interaction with them, how that interaction would go. It just doesn't. Okay. Am I going to like have a bunch of trans friends? Probably not, just because I'm not really in a situation where I get to meet that many. And if I did, you know, like what would we have enough in common as people to be friends? Who knows? But all that to say, like, I have no, um, I wish no ill will towards any of these people. I, however, I think you can still say that and still say confidently that this is untreated, it's untreated mental illness. And a lot of people will hear me say that and they're like, oh, how fucking dare you? How dare you you say you know somebody's just trying to express who they are and you're going to say it's mental illness here's what i'm saying okay when the brain thinks it's something that's true that's not true okay that is mentally ill we have no problem saying that when your brain tells you everything is shit and it's not shit we have no problem saying hey you you might be depressed your brain might not be receiving enough serotonin your receptors in your brain might not be reacting correctly. Let me give you some medication to help that out, to make these untruths that you tell yourself, to, to get rid of these untruths, all these lies you tell yourself, you know, or, you know, let me fix that with some medication. Let's fix your brain. That way it can perceive, it can filter out what's not true from what is true. And yet when we talk about a person who's, whether, you know, to the point where their reality is they're a different gender than they think they are and they have to start inventing science. And that's what it is. It's invented science because it's just it's, it's, it's made it's, up. Bullshit. It's, it's, it's just it's it's just not. It's not science. I mean, it's I feel like I you can you can tell somebody to be themselves and you can encourage somebody to be themselves. And at the same time, not champion it the way that it's being championed because if it was if it was just i'm not saying that, that, that this stuff should be put to the background but there's a reason these people kill themselves at record rates at a higher proportion than any other so group. much higher nobody wants to okay. talk about that it's because i feel like it's just it's because there's this guy i follow on social media on, his, on youtube i love his videos mainly he makes videos about just video games and stuff like that video game industry just bullshit that i'm interested in and I watch him, and he's always, and I know, I've known for a long time that he's he's identified as bisexual. Oh yeah, whatever. Okay, join the club. And after so many years, now, now he's transgender, and now he wears a wig and wears makeup, and does all the same videos. Just now, he's Stephanie. That's his name now. 
And I just really got to thinking about that because I'm like, okay, here's a dude that's got a huge audience, you know, and in my mind, I feel like if 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 my suspicions or not suspicious, but if if my theory is on the right track, somebody hears somebody identifying a spy, maybe they're by, they're probably by. I mean, I'm sure I don't think he's touching a dick, you know, just hey, to, you are attracted to what yeah. you're attracted so, to. But what I'm wondering is that at that point, like when you go transgender, then it's like, is it because what you thought you might find in exploring bisexuality, you didn't find. So now you're up in the ante a little bit and now you're transgender. So now you're even in a more inclusive group. Now you're even more persecuted. So now you need to even be in a stronger community for strength and all that stuff. And now you're even more celebrated. For making such a bold—that's what it all boils down to. And that's, that's why I, I couldn't disagree with you more. The fact that this is like a mental illness—I I, can't—I can't get on board with that at all. Like it all boils down to the fact that these people. Well, I think it depends on how you define mental illness. If you're if you're looking at if 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 mental illness is a taboo term, then okay. I mean, I can understand how you could say it wouldn't be. But if you're looking at when the brain says something that's not true, like a flat earther, that's a mental illness to not be able to you know, reconcile reality with what you're feeling at the time. And look, I I don't have to deal with it, so it's easy for me to sit and talk about. I imagine these people are going through fucking hell because they do have that choice. Either I become, you know, somebody that I'm worried I'm going to get laughed at by people or I suppress it all and have a miserable life. Like, I, my heart genuinely feels for these people because I do believe that, you know, when your identity is tied up in you know, something controversial that you could then lose all identity whatsoever. And I think that traditionally is your like three to 5% of the population that actually really feel that way and want to live in a different body or gender or whatever. But for the rest of these people, like the one in three kids, like uh, friends of your daughter, like they just want to be celebrated because like they haven't done anything in their lives. They want to feel special. And right now, it's a very popular thing to do because it's seen as the woke thing or so whatever. So that's, I mean, that's an example it's, of, it's of being of brainwashing the youth. If, if that's, that's, that's the case, that's exactly what it is because they're pushing it off on these kids who are too young to make the decision. It's like when when did you know that you were a straight white male? Well, first of all, you knew you were white, but when did you know you were a straight male? Yeah, you, like when you, you, you don't even to, you don't even consider it. When you, know? you started to see girls' boobs yeah. and butts and get excited, and even, and even like, at that point, you're like, it's not like you're like. Oh, I'm straight. Yes. No, you know, it's, it's like you just naturally. Yes. You know, the things you don't think that excite it. you. What was it like 13, 14, 15 years old? Something like that. Sure. That's about when things started to happen. And it's like, you don't, you don't, no one can tell you what you're attracted yeah. to. You're just attracted to it, whether it happens or not. But the fact that like, again, that's, that's 5% of the population or whatever that really believe that they're a man born as a woman or woman born as a man or whatever. I've got no problem with that. Again, fuck whoever you want to fuck. I don't care. But don't push it into my face because I don't give a shit. I mean, I'll talk to you as a person and we'll get along and it's no big deal. I don't give a shit. But don't don't push it off onto me like I have to accept you because of this or that or whatever. It's like it's all horse That's, shit. I guess you just – I think you maybe just hit on one of my main points. And that is, yeah, like I don't – don't 
don't put it on me yes. to force me to understand all your brand new science. Yeah, you I, do you. I don't it, you care. Know, you know what's on me? It's on me to respect you and to treat you as an equal. That's what's on me. It is not on me to fucking cave in to all your new terms yes. and all these new ideas. Because it, that's and no all different these, than me saying I'm a fucking know. elf from Rivendale. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Like, so don't yeah like so don't don't tell me that like you know Dr. Seuss is offensive don't like because who who are you to, who are you like are you are you so enlightened have you reached the peak of human enlightenment to now be able to dictate past present and future what's offensive and no, what's not no it's these people want to feel special because they've done nothing in their own lives they're not chasing after anything they're not doing anything difficult they're fucking making videos on TikTok or YouTube or whatever it is that they're doing, and it's all bullshit. It's like, so they want to feel special. Oh, yes, we did this. We're amazing. We're growing as a culture. It's like, no, I think we're going backwards. Yeah, and that's my concern is that um, it always comes back to the kids because I'm just such a humanitarian. But, <laughs> you know, it, it is like once I have I have a feeling, you know. With these kids, yeah, obviously some of these kids, they are going to be gay. They are going to absolutely fall somewhere on the trans spectrum, of course. And we should love them yeah. for who they are, but they should not push here's, their shit onto us. Like, here's my problem. All the kids that aren't, that are just, that are doing it, saying it because they're confused or trying it's, it because they're, they're not confused. even confused. If they come out as being something other than a straight male or a straight female, then they get praise and oh my god you're so brave yeah. and you're and that's amazing my thing, like, is eventually oh shit, i like this yeah. feeling this and is and you know nice. what though that's gonna go away though it's gonna go it's gonna go away quickly yes and then my question my it's my, my, my concern for the kids is are what's left then because now you've told them to celebrate their identities and now they don't even know like what they are they've lost their sense of identity because they thought they were one thing or maybe they tried to convince themselves they were one thing and now they don't know what the fuck they are. And, oh, I can't just go back to being a cisgender trash, you know, right now. I can't just go. And, it's, and it's, that's because, only because it's being vilified currently. Yeah, and that's my. But it'll be praised later. Trust me. It's it's just a fad that we're going through right now. We just got to stand up against the bullshit and not let these the woke mob push their shit onto us. Again, be who you are. Fuck who you want to fuck. I don't care. Yeah. Like, I should care about that as much as you should care about who, like, who I'm fucking. Like, it doesn't matter. It's all irrelevant. Andrew's smiling I'm over smiling. It's, here. It's extremely relevant who you're fucking, Matt. We'll have to get into that later. That's the problem is that I'm very single because <laughs> apparently I'm very bad at this online dating shit. <laughs> well, shit, that's, man, that's... Let's not go there. That's a topic. Dear God, yeah. let's not get into that. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, like, um, I was really just taken aback to see... Um, and, and, it's, and, and yeah, you're at that, we're at that point where it's like, I, I I really didn't even want to talk about this on this podcast just because I knew that my words, as soon as we bring it up, the your, problem wor is, no matter your, your what words we become say, meaningless. Because no matter what we say, people are going to be very upset with what it is because it's not in line with the super woke mob. Well, and here's the thing is, I don't even think, I, I doubt our listeners are, we don't have, I, I doubt we have many listeners in that would fall in that community but i even, would highly doubt that i'm sure i pissed them off way before even now. so though i mean it's like as soon as you bring up gayness it's like people all of a sudden the drawbridges come up the barracks are manned it's time for war it's like let's not even listen to what's going to be said here it's time you know to, to to start defending something and that's my whole point it's like if i don't i don't see how a per and, and of course this is just my own 
unfortunately, I can only look at the world from one point of view here, and that's my own. That's because it's the one you have. But this point of view is telling me that, you know, <laughs> not to get conspiratorial or anything like that, but it's like when you look at the path that society is on, it's like they've they've got us comfortable with isolation. They've got us comfortable bending the knee. They've got us questioning our identities. They're championing and creating new science on the fly. I don't know what the end game is to all this, but I feel like it's all related. I disagree with that because the more people that I talk to, they're all fed up with isolation. They're fed up with the, with all the. Oh yeah, they're they're fed up with it, but they've at the same time they've gotten us accustomed to it. So the next time it happens, I don't think people are accustomed to it. I think people are itching to go back to normal. Okay, when I say accustomed, I mean they've. Okay, let me put it this way: they've seen, they've seen the uh, response, the whoever you know. They know that we will comply, whether we like it or not. Let's just put it that way. They know that we will comply. Um, and I'm not gonna, you know, I, I don't know if there there's some shadow organization running all this. That sounds there's not. That sounds ridiculous. But it feels like everything is working together. Like everything is all in this big stew. That you know, just I don't see. You've got you're gonna have, you know, um. You know, sing, obviously, single parent household content. They they, they they tend to they're rising every single year. Uh, you know, you've got more fatherless houses, and then you're going to have now you've got less and less people having children to the point where in Japan they're starting to pay people to have kids to procreate because they said and they're putting it on the. See, I like that's why I love Japan. Japan's not a, afraid to fucking say how it is. They're basically saying like, look, our men have become way too effeminate over here. Like, there's nobody fucking. Like we, our, these women need fuck, and all of our guys are over here in, in these on you know playing in these online gaming. These women need you know, a good dick. Down. Yeah, they're, they they need dick, and none of these Japanese guys are up for the task because they're just they literally said so. They're actually doing they're going to be doing masculinity training. Hey, our Could society you if, nowadays dude, hate strong males. Oh, they hate hate, hate it, which is you know. Which is that? That's anybody that disagrees with me. You just hate strong males, all right. So just deal with your own prejudices. <laughs> um, and yeah, it, it's the point where it's like that's it, you couldn't do that in America. You couldn't have masculinity training in America. My God, they you had to burn the country down. But at least you know in the East there's still some hard logic going on. And the, the, unfortunately, you know it's probably doing some harm over there too to people that are struggling with things. But the ultimate point is like. They understand, like, we need to have a country. Like, we need a future past when all these old people die. We need to have some kids here that are going to carry on and and, and preserve our nation. Um, And I feel like in America, especially, like, you know, the more left you get, the more, uh, I don't want to say anti-family, because obviously every woke asshole came out of some woman's vagina, you know, through some cisgendered relationship, for the most part, unless they're test-tubed, but... The point is the value of the family, the value of um, children, and it's all it, – it's it's being – it's just being disregarded and um, it's being almost to the point where I, I've read articles that are saying like you are doing a disservice to the country and to the world by having kids now because of climate change and – the deficit and immigration, all this other stuff, trying to tell you, you know, why you would really be a champion to not have kids. And I just feel like that's kind of the, the slope that we're on is that 
conservative values, and I, I, w- I would put any type of family, whether even if it's a liberal family, I believe the family itself is one of the last bastions of you know conservative social um, uh, presence in in our country, and that is the family, um, because typically you know regardless of the political beliefs, typically when you have you know a mom and a dad and structure in the household and stuff like that. You tend to get ra- you're, you're, you're tending you're tending to raise I'm not gonna say a better person but a more productive healthier you know maybe mentally healthier hundred percent you know there's been lots of studies to prove all yeah. that and I mean you know I mean we all came I came from a divorce house and this and that and everyone has their their shit to to deal with and that makes growing up a struggle but you know growing yes up, but you still had both of your yeah, parents in your life exactly so. I feel like once that's gone, once, you know, once the, the idea of a family is no longer celebrated and, and even to the point of where it's condemned as being selfish or self-serving or whatever, you know, it just, it, it just puts us more into this, um, you know, that progressive utopia that I talk about where everybody thinks the same, looks the same. We all fuck inanimate objects for our seed so they can be extracted to produce new humans. There's no, you know... There's no, um, uh, yeah, I don't know the word I'm looking for, but it basically just, there's no more spice of life. It's all just, it's all the same. You know, I feel like that's the end game is that we want, you know, when, when here's another thing too, is, you know, when you, you champion diversity over everything, everything, you know, I mean, just look how Biden picked his cabinet. You know, he did literally had a description for one of his cabinet positions as we want an Asian woman previously on welfare yeah. to fill the position. Instead of actually yeah. filling it with the person who's most qualified. It's all about diversity. And, yeah. and here's my point. And, and, and you, this is something that I, if you do want to come at me for, I'll listen to it. Um, but I, I don't get – diversity is overrated. Hear me out, okay? That doesn't mean that you don't have to – that you shouldn't like people that aren't like you, obviously. But listen to me. When diversity over everything is paramount, then you've you've lost you've lost your way in what you're trying to do, what you're trying to accomplish. I get where it's like, okay, you should have voices from different part, you know, from different perspectives. Like you were saying earlier, like you get more perspectives, you know, the better. You could well well round your your, your yourself. Yes, and you can, um, you know, maybe change your mind on things, expand your worldview. I get that. That's all great. I believe that there's a place for that. I don't necessarily think that that place is every, it needs to be everywhere. I don't, we didn't get here to where we are as a civilization because of diversity. Okay. We got here because of tribalism. Okay. And now what we've done is try to, we're looking back and say, oh, tribalism, bad, diversity, good. So now we're trying to undo thousands of years of how we've done things, of how humans have done things and built things, and said all of a sudden diversity is good. Diver- <laughs> Boy, this is I'm starting to. I'm but here's to, the thing, though. I, I'm going. I'm going full on Hitler here. But, no, but no. But here's the thing, though. Diversity is good, but it should happen naturally. Exactly. It shouldn't be forced. Thank you. Exactly. And that's that's the whole thing is that when diversity becomes the end game. Yeah, when that's more important yeah. than doing any like again, yeah. like especially with the cabinet, a great example of this. Like he should be picking the people best suited for the job. 
and not picking people by diversity for diversity's sake. Now, if that happens to be an Asian woman who had previously been on welfare, if she's the best person for that job, let's get her in there. Yeah. Instead of like again the, the white male who's been there forever, yeah, yeah. I understand that. But here's but the, here's the thing: diversity for diversity's sake is not a good thing. Exactly, and here's the thing: is that you can say I could make a perfect argument against myself right now and say, well, you should have these diversity requirements in government because otherwise, like you said, it's just going to be we're just going to pass these positions down from one white dude to another white dude. Maybe we throw a white woman in there every now and then. And event, and we all we rule it all till the end of time. The biggest problem that I have right now in politics is the fact that there isn't enough diversity. And I'm not talking about um, their their race or religion or color or anything like that. I could care less about that. That that's irrelevant to me. Again, a person is a person. Like the biggest problem that I have is that all these politicians are just that. They're career politicians. Like where where are the it's like instead of the, them all just being lawyers who've had no real jobs, they've just gone into politics. Like where where are the doctors? Where, where are the farmers? Where where are the the iron workers? Like where, where is the, the the big diverse background that makes up us a country? Like yeah, where, where is the different? Well, mindset? We, we tried that with Trump, and it turns out we don't like it very much. We like we like people like Biden, you know. Uh, you know, motherfuckers who don't I'm, tweet, I'm not, I'm not talking don't like, do press conferences. I'm not talking like the head person in charge, the president. I'm talking like just the, yeah, the general, the, the, the Senate, you know, the House. Like where, where are the diverse groups of actually people from around America? Well, you where know, are what? those people? To be honest, to give you the straight answer, I don't give a fuck where they're at. Here's what I do know is that regard, if you ju- just look, listen to my words and do the research if you want to. Look at history, okay? Diversity brings down nations. I know that sounds. I'm not. This is not. This is not. Don't 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 try to 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 cipher some personal worldview out of this. I don't. On like I, I've said before, on an individual basis, I'm treating everybody the same, okay? I'm saying though, as a civilization, as a nation, okay. If you look at nations past, nations that have grown have been strong nations, strong borders, and they go and they conquer and they take. And they and they build up from the inside. When you bring in the outsiders, that's when everything starts to crumble down. I know that's not America. I know America was founded as the melting pot and the place where all cultures can come together. And I listen to me, that it's difficult because that sounds like the correct, the objectively right thing to bring in cultures from everyone. We're gonna do it with everybody and everyone's gonna have a say. And my point is in my mind, and I'm not a, you know, not some, you know, I'm not a social scientist by any stretch of the imagination, but it doesn't, I can see, and, mo- and anybody can see, it doesn't work. We, <laughs> we've been tribalistic as a, as a species for a reason, even down to our, you know, even if we're not here, even our own families, we treat as our own little tribes, you know, separate from everybody else. And we and we border ourselves in our houses, and we 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 make decisions on who we let in and who we don't, and who's safe to be around and who's not. We do that on a personal level every single day. We make those conscious decisions, and yet as a country, we decided, well, let's let's listen to everybody and let everybody have a say, and it doesn't work. Okay, I feel like all it does is hold back the potential of you know, and that's I think what 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 black people would say in America is that. Look, and justifiably so, the white man—they've held us back, held back the potential for them. You know, like where would the civilizations be if it wasn't, 
if we didn't enslave them and bring them over here, or they came over on their own terms and were allowed to start their own, you know, how much different would it be? I think that's objectively true. I feel like it's true. And that the reason for that is, is that cultures, I feel when they try to be too inclusive, <laughs> this all might have to get edited out because I can just... It's hear, definitely not happening, but I can, okay. I can hear how it's sounding. All I'm going to say is this, is that cancer starts from the inside. Okay. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying who the, the, the bad guys here in my mind, it's not broken down into color or nationality or anything like that. Now you've got the, you've, it's, it's two different religions. Okay. Or three, you've got the fundamentalist, right? You've got, I would say the agnostic center and you've got the woke left. Okay. And that the, the woke mob, I mean, that's a absolute religion. They have their own, you know, they have their own evangelists. They have their, they have everything that Christianity has. They just serve it up different. They yeah, have, it's a typical cult. Yeah, it's they have all. Oh, they have their tenets. They have their commandments. They have their punishments. They have you know instead of going to hell, you go to social purgatory where you're erased from whatever. Or if you do some shit, or you're remember, canceled and you can't. Yeah, like you, even you if you lose you're your job, Elon, you can't yeah, for even your if you're family. Elon, Elon Musk and you get a, you know, you get a civilization on Mars. In 50 years, if we look back at your tweets and look, realize how insensitive they were, we'll erase you too. It won't matter what you did, you know. So there's a fucking hell for the left woke mob too. Okay, it's just it's just served here on Earth instead of in the afterlife. So I feel like when you've got these, you've got the people in the middle that are just like waiting for the two people on the fr- the two groups on the fringe to do something for them. You know what I'm saying? And so you've got three groups of people that are all at war with each other. That's to me that's a type of diversity that it, I don't feel like can work. Yes, can black and white and Chinese and and Asian and um, Norwegian, can we all come together and and you know get shit done? Yeah, we can. I mean, just look at a sports team. Okay, yep. Um, you can make it work, but when you've got when the mind is so diverse, not the skin color, but when the mind, when you've got this diversity of the mindset, when it's so radicalized, that's where I feel like the can the cancer destroys from within, and the left's going to say what's the right, and the right's going to say it's the left. The middle is going to say, I don't give a crap who's doing it. Just make it stop. And of course, the middle people take their own shit because it's like, hey, get off the fence, you fucking pussy. Pick a side and get some boots on the grounds because that's that's the war against centrists now. Whereas, you know, I mean, you get people like Rogan who being called out, Tim Pool and stuff like that, like, oh, you, you fucking pussy, always back and forth and, and you won't take a stand for anything. And oh, you, even to the point of getting getting ripped for changing their mind on things, you know. Where, you know, like somebody liked how Tim, Tim Pool was like super liberal and now he's disaffected and he's, and now he's, you know, he doesn't want any part of that left wing, you know, woke mob and he gets trashed for it. It's like, you can't even change your mind anymore. So. But as new information comes in, you should be you changing should. your mind. It should be but ever evolving. They're saying that to now, to believe it or not now, if you, you would, as a self-proclaimed centrist you would be considered weak because you'd say, well, you're either too afraid to take a stance or you don't have enough information to take a stance or you're just being willfully ignorant or willfully lazy. But that's ridiculous because that's saying that you can only agree with the right or the left, which is just fucking ludicrous because we are so complex as humans. And and I will take a side here and say the right, as a right winger, a right winger looking at a centrist says, okay, stay there. Okay. And... Just vote, vote with us, but we don't care if you're center or not. You know, just vote with us. Vote on our side. Okay, we probably share more in common because 
you know, just from talking to you, you I, I would say, yeah, you're, you, you know, I would say a majority of your views are conservative, not all of them. Um, but the left would look at you and you're going to, you would get, you're going to get shit from the left. Oh, of course. You know, you're going to get shit from the left. You're going to get shit from the woke people that you're not going to get from the far right. They're going to basically call you either, you know, you're not, you're no, you're not an ally, which makes you an enemy. That's the problem. Yeah, but and that's, can, and that's that's where I will say, if you're going to tell me to pick one or the other, I'm going right. Yeah, but that's ridiculous because they can both kiss my ass. Like, I'm going to sit somewhere in the middle and do what I think is right, no matter the cost. I'm not going to just bow and vote your way because you want me to or I have more in common with you or whatever. No, like, I'm going to do what I feel is right. Yeah, and thankfully, we're, we're no-name enough that we can do that. We have the privilege to be able, since we're not on the radar, we can we can do that. If we were, if this, say like this shit took off and, you know, we're getting 50,000 listens per episode. I mean, this, just from this episode alone, we'd be taken off. We'd be shut down. I mean, no doubt. We wouldn't be able to talk about stuff like this just because it's not, um, it's not on the, on, it's not in the commandments. And that's ridiculous. You know? And that's why we need to talk about this. And this is why I have such a problem with other people being cowards and not talking about things like this. Well, and the, I, here's the thing is I, I understand it because even as much as, you know, even talking about this now, like, and I knew how a lot of it was going to come out. I still had really second thoughts about doing it because I said, e- even knowing that I'm talking to, you know, either a, probably a relatively center center right audience um even even then I, I i feel like i have to qualify everything i'm saying and i have to make sure that i don't say something that can be misinterpreted or i don't you know th- that i don't cross the line basically and it's like at some point like yeah you do, you, you it's easier to be quote unquote a coward and not say anything at all because then you take yourself out of the crosshairs, and um, it, at this point, I would say in the past I might have said, "Well, you know, grow some balls and do it anyway." But now it's like, why? Why do it? What's to gain? All you have is all you can do is lose something. To me, it's it's just the principle, and in, and we've talked about this before. And I've said it on the podcast numerous times, and I heard this quote many many years ago, and I've tried to live my life by it ever since. And like like all people, I fall short every single day. And I strive to be better as, as we all do in our lives. And, and the, the quote goes, you know, do the right thing no matter the cost. And you know what? Yeah, people are going to hate what I have to say and they're not going to like my opinion. But we need to be able to talk about these things and it not devolve into this yelling, screaming match. Like, no, like I am allowed to have a different opinion than you. And just because it's different doesn't mean it's wrong. It's just my opinion. You're allowed to have your opinion, and I should respect your opinion, no matter what that is. I'm not going to yell at you, call you a racist or the woke mob or whatever. Who cares? I'm, let's get off the name calling. It's it's ridiculous. Like, I'm allowed to have my own opinion. You're allowed to have your own opinion, and we should be able to talk about them in a normal conversation that's open and honest, and I can leave knowing that I love you and you're still my friend and I will give you a hug. I've got no problems with that. And it may or may not shape what I believe, but I should take that reflect on it and decide, hey, does this make sense into my life? Should I be doing that as well? well? That's what I should be doing as a responsible human. The fringes don't want that right now. They, they're saying right now, pick a side. And even once you've picked that side, then you better be ready to fight. And it's, it's just not, it's just, 
a dangerous it's just dangerous when you can't discuss things when they in their minds the truth has already been written you know trans women are women okay that's a huge i mean there so it was national women's month this month right so on i have no idea i don't pay attention to that shit it is um so get your host something nice um a lot of companies came out on twitter celebrating national women's day but they want to be inclusive right so there's this thing about now they spell women w-o-m-x-n okay so they take the men out of it and it's supposed to be an inclusive term that includes trans women okay that way they could say you know well not just women it's women anybody who identifies as a woman it's their month we don't want to we don't want to you know we don't want to differentiate but these these companies ended up getting trashed by the super woke people that are saying, hey, if trans women are women, then you have no need for this X bullshit. Just write women. You know what I'm saying? So you've got the woke coming after the people trying to be woke. quote unquote woke <laughs> corporations, you know, trying to and it's like. And so, every you know, then you then everyone felt everyone that had, you know, some follower, you know, they felt like they had to trans women are women. Trans women are women, and you saw it everywhere. Trans was just a statement, and you, some people would write it like 50 times, and that was a tweet. Trans women are women. Trans women are women. To the point where now it's like, that has, that's one of those things now. It's it's become something that you cannot discuss. There's no nuanced, well, like, well, what do you mean they're a woman? I mean, like, how do you figure? Like, well, explain that. I mean, are, are they real? I mean, no, it's, they are women, and if you say otherwise. Well, that's, but again, that's. That's your your like my way or the highway kind of bullshit. That's speaking, how right? it is. If if we, I understand that, but it's ridiculous, and people need to call them out on their ridiculousness. Because here's here's how it really is: if trans women want to be considered women and they consider themselves women, that's fine. Now, like a great example, like if I decided to become a trans and I became a woman, right? Which I would be a fucking hideous woman. Like I'm six foot five. I'm bald. I've got a giant beard. I'm a big guy. Like I would. I would be hideous. It is what it is, right? So definitely not passable, right? <laughs> if I wanted to say that, hey, I'm going to be Sally now, and as my as my brother Andrew would be like, okay, I'll call you Sally, our human, you can wear a dress, whatever, I don't give a shit, because I still love you as who you are. But for me to say that I'm a woman, it's like, that's not the case. Like, because I'm not a woman, I, I can't get pregnant, I don't have ovaries, I, I, I like all these kind of things. Like, it's just, it is what it is, and that's fine, because that, that's what science tells us. But... If I want to live my life as a woman and do those kind of things and someone should love me and appreciate me for who I am, that's fine too. Who cares? But to, to say that trans women are women, that's not like, well, stop. Hold on. If they want to identify as women, we should treat them as women. Absolutely. 100%. But we're not going to change what actual science is because you don't want that to be the case or whatever. It's just ridiculous. I'm, I'm over the bullshit. Again, yeah, if you wanted to become a woman... You know, I would treat you just as I, I don't feel like care. this is like that episode of Seinfeld where they're like so, so talking I, about the gay. Like, not that there's anything wrong with that. That's you what know? I mean. Like, I don't <laughs> care. Like, I would still see you and hug you and love you. It doesn't matter. Like, I because I love you as a person. Again, as the soul stuck in your fucking meat suit. I don't give a shit. Yeah, but would what you kind of would, clothes would, would, you? Let wear? me ask you this: Would you still like me if I said, you know, Matt, I appreciate our friendship, but until you can come to grips with the fact that trans women are women, then I just don't think we have anything else to say to each other because unless. Unless you can accept that, then I just I just can't trust you. I'll tell you what. If if that's your stance. Because that's what's coming from these people. If that's your stance and that's what you're holding everything to, then go on and live your life. And that's not me because I'm not going to do that. And if you're not going to talk to me because of that, 
that's fine. That's, that is your choice as a person. I have to love and respect that choice that you make. Well, that's, and that's basically. I hope you don't make that choice because I love you. I don't yeah. want to see you more, but no, that's, that's up to you. I, I can't control that. penis <laughs> um, as of now. But yeah, so it's just like, that's, that's the most discouraging thing, I think, is the fact that these, these truths are being written as we go. And it's like, you can't. But the problem with that is these are terrorist nobody... demands. And it's never going to be enough. Same exactly. As, same yeah. as like the, the woke, you know, people going after these people trying to be woke. Yeah. It's like, they're not woke you enough. Can't and oh my God. Do like, it enough. You can't, you got to fucking stop. You cannot give in to terrorism. Like, like they just, like, like, um, so e- even something innocent, like, you know, they're going to make a black Superman. Okay, cool. We're going to have a new black Superman character. The whole point, the, the, the problem with it, though, is now the the right, of course, the far right idiots all of a sudden now care about Superman and that he's black. And like, oh, he shouldn't be rewrite. Superman's white. Just keep him as a white guy. What difference does it make? It's like, who gives a fuck what color a comic book character is? Okay? Yeah, like, it's all made up bullshit. Yeah. But then the people to the left, it's like, it's a black Superman. It's not enough. Where's the female Superman? Yeah. Where's a dis- where Superman is too able, or what's it? Ableism. Superman preaches ableism, where you know disabled people they they feel left out because you know here's a guy who can you know not only walk but can do all these things. So and they should love Iron Man. Where's Superman in a wheelchair? You know, it's like so again they should love Iron Man. <laughs> exa- it's, so exactly, you've got you're never you've got here you are trying to do something and you've got everybody hating at it for completely opposite reasons. That's what I'm saying. It's like it almost it makes sense now just to keep your mouth shut, create nothing, do nothing, have no ideas, verbalize no, nothing. No, no, that's bullshit cuz people need to stop being so goddamn offended about fucking every little thing. I get that. I'm stop just saying, it. but it's not it's it's going the opposite way. It just for now. The the Human nature is like a pendulum. We talk about this all the time. It swings one way, and then it's like, oh, shit, it swung really far that way. We should pull it back to the middle because that's where we need to be hanging out. Some compromise between the two yeah. sides. But then the problem is momentum keeps it pulling the opposite way. And, oh, shit, now we got to pull it back to the middle. And it's, it's just how things go. So trust me when I say things have swung a little bit too far to one side at the moment. We're going to pull it back towards the middle. But unfortunately, as human nature goes, as we understand history, it's going to pull it back too far the opposite way. Then, oh, shit, we got to pull it back to the middle. Then it's going to swing too far the other way. It's, it's just how it goes. But it goes back and forth. And, and there's good moments in the middle. And that's where we need to try to spend most of our time. But people are too afraid to do that right yeah, now. Yeah, and I, I would say, okay, if, it, if these are... If these are just things going on on social media or whatever, like then they're pretty inconsequential, you know. Even yeah, fuck all the kids' lives that are getting fucked just because you know um, they feel like they don't have a real identity unless there's something weird about them, or else then they're just oh, if you're just a cis white male, then there's other, there ain't shit interesting about you. There's we got no need for you, you know. But now when it's starting to leak into like you know government and stuff like that, and the actual way we're running the country, where it's like, to me, that just says, like, man, you're probably right. The pendulum will eventually yeah, swing back. Yeah, it's just a fad. It'll but swing back. It, it's still going. I mean, it's still got heavy momentum going in the opposite. In the, I, don't, I disagree because right more and more people that I talk to, they're so fed up with the BS. Yeah, but you, and you, they're pulling it back towards the middle. I would most of the people, that, and I would say this about too, most people I talk to would say the same thing because I tend to hang out with people that share. But so I much. disagree because I hang out with all kinds of different people with different backgrounds and and political th- feelings and thoughts and everything else. So as, well, like, as a very de- group, like a diverse group. I guess all I would say is, regardless of what people are saying, all you have to do is, is look at what's happening. Like, 
look at what's going on to see the momentum. Whereas, yeah, there might be, yeah, it, it, I'm saying every the everyday American is losing power over shaping our society, black or white or whatever. You know, yeah, you do. You know, a lot of people. And I'm sure some of these people are, are left wing that are probably thinking that it's going too far to the left. Yeah, but even so. We've lost all power to make any type of change because, like I said, the rules have already being written. They're, they're, and yeah, you might say they, they're going to be unwritten in the future, but as of right now, they're still. And not only they're in the process of being written, but they're getting tighter and tighter and more. Um, it's all. It's funny because in the name of inclusivity, is that a word? I know exclusivity, is a word, but in the in the name of being inclusive, all they're doing is starting to exclude. They're doing it by whittling away again, everything that this doesn't is Nazi conform. Germany all over again. Think exactly the way we want and, but, you to think. Or and you know what they'll do? They'll say, oh, you want to see you. Nazi Germany? Here's a picture of the Capitol on the 6th. It's like, no, actually, like... Hey, those people broke the law it, and they it, should go to jail. You know what, though? Here, Period. It, and, and, and they will, and they should. The same as the people who but if you're gonna looted tell me, and rioted and yeah. did all those kind of things, they should go to jail, too. If you're going to tell me you need a police state in D.C. right now because of what happened on the 6th, you're fucking retarded. I'm sorry. Take it to the bank cash to check you're retarded because like i said there are no guns there okay you had a bunch of harmless losers there thinking that they were backing up the president okay even in some sense in, in some cases being um having their uh entrance into the capital assisted by the police force because they thought they were allowed to go in there you did the same fucking shit the women's march a couple years ago where you stormed the capital you didn't hear shit about it not you didn't hear shit about it, and rightfully so because who gives a fuck? Now they've justified turning DC into a police state. They said, "Hey, we're going to need it like this for a few more months." Why? Why are you wasting all this tax money? You putting a barbed wire all around Washington for something that's not going to happen again, okay? And then at the same time, all these at the same people that are going to call this a fucking insurrection—that's like calling, um. I don't even know the comparison, but if that, if, if that's it, it, yes, it was, they broke the law, but my fucking God, it, it, it was hard. I, I know that they had, they made a big deal about having everyone put on gas masks and evacuating and stuff. But when you look at what happened, I don't fucking know. I don't know. And e even if it was the left that did it, I would say fucking get over it. It, it just get over it. It's no need because once you, once you get people, you see the idea of the army occupying DC, then we'll get used to it. And that's how now you're, now you're in some real danger shit when the president and the government, federal government's wielding the military for their own protection <coughs> against a threat that they're going to convince the people that they, that, that exists. So people are obviously going to look at DC and be like, well, shit, there must be a threat. Look at DC. Look how it looks. So they're forming the narrative right before your very eyes right now. Okay. Purely by, by turning DC into a police state and the visuals of that, the average person is going to look at it and think, well, shit, it must be necessary. I disagree. I think the average person You're looks at that. You're disagreeing about everything right now. I, that is true. I think the average Being person – see, Well, that, that's how I roll. But I think the average person is going to look at that and see the bullshit for the bullshit and realize that, hey, the media is selling this crap because okay. – I, I could show you Twitter to disprove hey, that. Trump sells. So the media is exactly all down right on negative shit on Trump because it sells. They're not going to move on from it because they're dying as a brand. So they're going to do whatever they can to hold on to that. So the people actually like listen to the media and do that kind of stuff, like they're actually sold into this bullshit. Like I think that, that they're is, going away. 
you do bring up a, a point there that is that that is that does sprinkle a little bit of optimism on this, and that is I do believe that right and left and center have begun to see the media for what they actually are. Yeah. Even even if you even if you're left and you agree with it, I think that now you've at least seen like, okay, it's a little bit the, the, you know it's a little bit too weird the way that the media is treating Biden as a, as a, as opposed to the way they treated Trump. I mean, Biden's got all the same immigration problems. He's got all the same. Where's fucking AOC in her white Gucci suit out in front of the detention centers with Biden as president? Nobody gives a fuck about the detention centers with Biden as president because Biden's a sweet old grandpa who likes ice cream. So nobody cares about it. Okay? It's not fair. Everybody loves ice cream. Oh, no. Even lactose intolerant. I only bring that up because that's the articles people are writing about Biden right now is, oh, his fucking dogs and his wife and her scrunchie and their, and their, and they like ice cream and they like to wear slippers and sweaters around the White House. That's the type of that's how Biden's getting treated. All while yeah, we all knew that would happen. We've already had forty thousand COVID deaths since he's been in office. Do I put that on him? No, because I'm fucking sane. Just like none of the fucking deaths were on Trump either. The president, the president. I've said it before in the podcast. The president isn't your fucking dad. He's not going to make all the evil shit go away. That's that's scaring you right now. The president doesn't have anything to do with who's dying. So get off that shit. But if you want to play that game, we've had 40,000 people die under Biden. Okay, we've got kids in cages. Climate change is a same, you know, blah, blah, blah. Nothing's changed. It's only been a few months. We're getting, you know, our stimulus checks. Yay. Um, my, our kids and grandkids will be paying for this bailout for the rest of their lives. Yep. Fuck them. Who cares? We'll be, we'll be long gone. Um, you, you want to hear something crazy? After this re- most recent round of stimulus checks, I have four kids, right? After this most recent round of stimulus checks that are about to come out and the child allowance that he, that he put in this COVID relief package, my family is going to make about 15 grand after all this has happened, okay? And am I going to take that money? Oh, you bet your ass I'm going to take it. But at the same time, it's like it's like my kids and grandkids are going to be paying for it. They're the one occurring the debt. But the debt to me is a, it's a meaningless number. It's a meaningless idea. It's meaningless. The debt... This world will burn and turn to ash before any of this de- before the national debt ever comes into play. It's just a number. It's so large of a number. It's almost it's almost pointless to think about because the number is so large. You can't even comprehend the amount of money that we owe. And so, does it matter? No. You just take the money. But it's like on one hand, it's like, yeah, I'll take the money if the government's giving it to me. But. It, it, at what expense do you mortgage the future of the country? That becomes the real yeah, issue. Yeah, to get through to get through something that I'm sorry, just it, it wasn't that bad. I mean, yeah, the COVID sucked and and it it did and it killed people. It, I mean, it God, we didn't live through the fucking Black Plague. I mean, we're not. I, do you think I look at myself and be like, oh man, me and the me and the people in medieval England, we we sure toughed it out during our during our pandemics, didn't we? It's like no. This is yeah. This one is, in three people yeah, weren't dying. Yeah, this is fuck. This is nothing. And, and, and people this is, and people that I know and that I love who were super afraid of it, very high risk factors. Yeah. They they ended up getting it, and guess what? They were sick for about a week. Yeah, this and is it was no. This big is deal. baby pandemic, and yeah. we, we've mortgaged now, it, our future for. Did it. it affect some people worse than others? Absolutely. Of course. Were there a bunch of deaths? Absolutely. That's just how it goes when but you guess have what? That happens 300, every million fucking people. year with yeah. the goddamn flu. So why are we shutting down the entire fucking economy and ruining everyone's lives and businesses and all these things to, to what? To, to what? I mean, That's, what's the purpose? That is the question, Matt, is for what? And I go back to, is it a social reset? Did they attempt a social reset on us? You know, 
I don't know. I mean, we've all gotten comfortable. We're all welfare. We're all well. We're all welfare kids now. Taking all this government money, we're all on welfare now. We all are depending on the government. Government gets to say when we can open our business back up. And look, from the beginning, I've always said, look, let's respect the guidelines. Let's do what we can to stop it. But it's like, um, they've turned. They've they've seen that we will comply. They know that we will comply. I mean, I'm reading articles now that are saying like, you know, a pandemic like this once every two years would do would do wonders for our climate change situation. And in another article, the head the fucking headline was, as pandemic comes to a comes to a close, it's alarm. You know, leaders are alarm. It's alarm. Leaders are alarmed or, or or worried about the pandemic coming to an end. It's like. And then I see other articles about, written by a young person about how she's suffering crippling depression because she's seeing all of her friends get vaccinated and she can't get vaccinated. I'm like, nobody, I don't know a single person on earth that's feeling like depressed because they can't get vaccinated right now. Like, they're making shit up. They're writing a narrative of dependency and compliance and fear and... People are just buying into it a lot of times because it's trendy. Yeah, and and I I will admit a part of myself got caught up in the, you know, let's slow the spread and not to say that not not I wouldn't go back and change anything that I said, but I guess I would say that look, I complied, and for better or worse, it's trained me to comply easier in the future. You know, now I obviously owning a business makes it more difficult because it's like, well, you can either comply or close your doors. So it's like forced compliance, but nevertheless, it's like I was I was taught something. Here's what I learned last year. I learned that the government can tell me what to do, and if I do it and keep my mouth shut, they're gonna send me a bunch of money. To take care of me. That's what I've learned, okay, over this. So it's like to me, if 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 everyone is is learning is accepting this new mindset of compliance and being a welfare kid. It's all, well, take this for what it's worth, but it's, yeah, it's, it's all, it's all ingredients in a, in, in a pot leading to one big tasty stew at the end. And that's the fucking end of the world or the end of America. I don't know what it is. And I don't know if it's, and this is why I, I don't know if it's 50 years out or 500 years we'll out. We'll find but, out. You know. Well, you and I probably won't, but it's like, this is why I get so excited about people like Greg Anderson, who said, fuck you to the man and said, I'm going to stay open. I have my business on my private property. Like, you can't do shit. Get the, get the fuck out of here. And I love that. Here's a person who was a police officer and he took a stand and he made a video and basically said, shame on you to other cops for arresting mothers, taking their children outside, taking them to the beach, like doing those kind of things. And him, like him basically saying to other cops, again, shame on you. Like, this is ridiculous. Go do your job. Enforce the laws. Not these politicians' recommendations of how you should live your life into fear and all this kind of bullshit. He's just saying, hey, no. Go live your own life. Go do your own things. And be be a free American. And I love that. And the fact that there's more and more people not wanting to lose their businesses by being shut down and doing all this kind of – How many businesses are going to go out in the next two or three years? Because they've had to shut down because oh, of they said maybe sixty percent of small businesses. Most likely. And how many yeah. these, how many of these people will never restart another business yeah. because they don't have the capital now? 
Because they, they lost yeah. everything that they they probably mortgaged their homes he, and took out giant loans or borrowed money from family or whatever to start their business to to give it a shot to get out of corporate America or to do whatever yeah. who knows he, and they're all going to go out of business under no fault of their own which is fucking ridiculous in my opinion we need to stop living this bullshit by fear and doing this oh we need to stay inside because we're all afraid fuck that you know what I'm going to mitigate my own fear. You know, guess what? I'm going to go live my life. And if and if I die, then I die. Well, it I, is what it is. Here's here's the thing. I feel just and not to get into this debate because but like I feel like when you can that would be true if you couldn't pass it to somebody else. But given that you can, that's why I believe the regulations were put in, in, in place. But but given all that, I find it hilarious that during and look, let's be honest, most of the people that were that were um mass, you know, jacking themselves off during this whole pandemic because they of how how self-righteous they were and how virtuous they thought they were by wearing a mask and not leaving the house for eight months or whatever what's your what's your what's your big you know progressive uh experiment led to was all the richest people in america getting richer all the poor people getting poorer all the big corporations taking over and all the small businesses you know suffering so everything that you would pin on a republican on on a on a on a bunch of rich old white guys running the government. That's what you just did to America, okay? With your progressive ideals, okay? You let the rich and the corporations take over, all right? And you're exactly right. A lot of these people aren't gonna. And even if they do have the resources to start a new business, would you go through all the shit again when you know that just at the whim, at the snap of a finger, it could all be taken away again? Because you know it's gonna happen why, again. Why go through the trouble anymore? You know, you know? it's gonna happen. Of course again. it will. And it's it's just. Um, it's, I, 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 I understand your respect for the guy keeping his business open. I, I would say it would depend on, you know, what the business was, you know, you, in my no, it, bi- no, it doesn't. It doesn't well, depend in, on that at all. It does if in the people- sense where I could not keep my business open. I could not do it. I couldn't say I'm taking a stand against the government and open my doors. I would lose my license. You could, you just risk having to hire lawyers to fight the government. That's what it was. That's what it all boils down to. <clears throat> Possibly. That, that, that's what it all boils down yeah, to. But it, because it, but, but, yeah, everyone they, that they I've heard it. of that, that fought against the man, so to speak, in these in these government recommendations, you know, from their state and local, you know, po- like um, government officials, like they all hired lawyers, and they they all, from what I understand, all of them have said no. They have the right to stay open and run their yeah, business. It, but here's the thing, though: it's not even. I'm not even worried about that. My cons- my my thing would be it would be the public execution I would receive for being a business that was fighting the safety regulations. Because you would have half my community saying this guy's willing to go to court, so he doesn't have to keep his employees safe. You know, he's willing to go to court, so he doesn't have to implement these safety procedures. That's how much he doesn't care. It would it would trash me. Yeah, I could feel good about it, and I could feel like you know, Mister Whoever, what is it, Mister Smith goes to Washington, or what's this, what's that movie, Mister? I don't know, Jimmy. Mister, is it Mister? Anyway, it's about a guy that goes to Washington and and filibusters until he passes out or dies. Um, <clears throat> I could do that, but at what expense? My reputation, because. I had to understand that regardless of, of even some of my personal thoughts on things, there was a consensus by at least half the people about – so, again, it's one of those things where, okay, I force everyone to wear masks. My conservative customers at the most were like, I don't want to – Why? this is ridiculous. Why do we have to wear a mask? Why are we going to do it? Oh, fuck it. I'll wear it. Well, whatever. I don't think – this is stupid. Oh, how much longer we have to do this? Whereas if I said, 
no one has to wear masks. It wouldn't be the left people wouldn't be like, well, oh, I really should be wearing a mask. I really don't. No, they would be fucking out in front of with signs out in front of my business telling it to get shut down. And you know, that, that's just the point is, is that uh, you've got, you know, yeah, the right wing people are assholes and, and they'll tend to genocide people that, you know, which sucks at times, but that's what they do. The left wing people, they won't do as much genocide, but they're also fucking just flat out wrong and fascist most of the time. So at, at this point, it's like, what, who do I want to deal with? Who, what, what's, if I'm going to appease one side, I got to appease the woke mob but because that, they'll take me out of business. But that leads to more problems because if you appease that side, they know they can get away with it. it so does. they keep doing it and it, they escalate it does, and but escalate. But what's the alternative? And it's never good enough. I can't. I, it's 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 the point. Like the I said, the alternative is it fucking it's, it's turns the, into Nazi goddamn Germany. Yeah, which means what? That I should fight it. But it's like I'm not going to fight it. Why would I fight it? Why would I hire all these lawyers? Why not just put the masks on? You know what I'm saying? Why not just obey? Why not just? I, I, I get why, why not comply? I get why people do it. And because it's not only me. It's what about my 40 employees? Uh, hey, fuck you guys. I'm, we're going to court. You guys can find other jobs, but I'm fighting the government. They're, they'd they'd say fuck you. You know they don't care about they don't care about this fight. So that's what I'm saying. I've learned. I've been trained like a little dog to understand. Just comply, little guy. Just comply, and we'll get you your PPP loan, and yeah, then we'll get your stimulus again, checks. The problem with that though is it's never good enough, and they're always going to want more and more and more. Yeah. So eventually, oh, yeah. you won't have. A and I know that. And that's my that's my issue is that like they've left me without a reasonable. There, there's no way to fight. There isn't. And that's because, like I said earlier, there's no conservative movement right now that has the backbone to stand up to these guys. Just like me, we've bowed to whatever we have to bow to. Just let me run my business. Let me stay off. Let me stay out of, uh, you know, keep me from being scrubbed from history or scrubbed out of my community for wrong think. Just keep my head down. Do what the government tells me. and you know, count the days until death, basically. <laughs> That's what it's come down to. Pretty much. But, yeah, so, um, man, we touched on it. We touched on a lot. Uh, but, you know, literally, you, you could, li- the, the, these these conversations I literally have with myself all the time, so it's nice to have, you know. But again, these are the conversations that we need to be having, but everyone's too afraid to have. And and I would injustifiably so, man. I I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna shit on somebody anymore who who doesn't want to come on here and expound because for as much shit as I've said today, there's still things I will not say on this podcast that I believe I will not say them because I know the how, backlash. I know how they will be interpreted. And look, I'm gonna say this also. Like I know that I think some things that are flat out. I'll just say in my mind, I'll say sinful. Like I struggle with. You know, I know there are things I think in my mind that are anti the way that God himself would respond to these situations, you know, and that's because I am not God. I'm not a perfect person, and I still have things that I might take the rest of my life to correct some of the ways I think about things. Um, But I will say that I'm not going to apologize for any of it right now, because all of our perceptions are born out of how we've grown up. But let's be honest. What it's, we've seen. It's just about how we're feeling at the moment. Yeah. Chances are, if we had this exact same conversation six months from now, it'll be very different. Sure. I mean. At least I would hope it would. Yeah. Be. I mean, <laughs> there's, even from, even going back, you know, to when we started doing these podcasts, I mean, I've changed, I, I, I've, I've changed on a lot of, you know, things I've tried to, I've tried to, as cringy as it is, I've tried to be more 
open-minded and receptive to outside opinions, basically because I got to the point where I just became bored with mine. I was like, okay, you know how you feel about things. Like you can either think about and, 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 and self congratulate yourself for thinking a certain way for the rest of your life, or you can actually get out there and try to learn a little bit more, you know, get a few more perspectives and have to actually think a little bit. And, um, it's been great because and I'm proud of you for doing that. Yeah, it's a very hard thing. It's been to great. Do. And it's, I think if anything, it's amplified the, um, as you could probably tell, like some of the anger and frustration I have with the people on both sides here that are trying to tear this, you know, trying to weave their own tapestry of reality. That's not true. And it's on one hand, I feel like, why am I wasting time caring? Wouldn't it just be easier to be lazy and not care, you know, and you know, oh, you're, don't worry about your kids. They'll figure it out just like you figured it out. But it's like, man, sometimes I look at like, especially like my six-year-old and I'm like, man, I feel bad for you, man. Like, I don't know what I got you into here, but like, <laughs> it's going to be, you know, so, but kids are resilient, right? So. Yes. I mean, they, they can still have a lot of irreparable damage. Um, and then obviously a lot of damage is going to take years of therapy to get through, but kids are very resilient. Yeah. Um, I don't know how resilient I'm going to remain those i feel myself getting more you know yeah just i don't know crazy like um yeah as you get older like it's like you tend to or i tend to just um kind of go deeper down some of these rabbit holes maybe then is is that there's that there's, you would have a benefit of doing i mean yeah there's some things i think that are that are beneficial to really dig into and um, invest yourself in. I'm not entirely convinced that, you know, voyeuring the social or the the, the cultural wars is that productive for me. For whatever reason, I'm drawn to it. Um, I think it's because I have a desire to really understand because it does not sit with me well. The fact that there's it feels like I'm sometimes living in a, in a world I don't understand, you know, or reality, you know, or, or things are just like, that don't make sense to me. And I feel like, well, shit, am I, am I wrong here? Like, am I the, am I the outcast? Am I the one that needs to, you know, come around or is like, am I the protector? Am I the one that needs to try to be a voice of reason? And then I, you know, you, you second guess what you believe and it, it takes, it takes a toll on you because then you, you know, you just, it can make you feel shitty because it's like, well, if regardless of how I feel on this, if half the people disagree with me, can I, is it possible I could be right? I mean, and then I think about some of the ways I think about, you know, or I get angry at, at, at pe- people that will weave their own realities. And it's like, well, they must be thinking the same thing about me. And it's like, I, I don't want to be that person. So you, that's what I mean about being unproductive. It's like, I don't know what the end game is really other than, um, I believe, like you said, it's better to stay awake to these things and to stay involved in them as it is to then, as opposed to just being lazy and um, kind of just brushing them under the rug. So, you know, as long as as long as I still feel that way, I'm still going to be talking about it on here. As as I think we need to, I think that's very important. So, something else I wanted to touch on really quickly about a lot of the uh, regulations from the governments, local, state, all that kind of stuff. Is I want to talk about Florida and Texas. Oh yeah, I had so, that on my notes because I know that was yeah. on your notes. Mm-hmm. But it's also important to me because well, you th- I think you might be thinking Texas and 
Well, if you're talking about the ones that just lifted the mask mandates. Exactly. That's so, Mississippi and Texas. I mean, Mississippi and, yeah, Mississippi and Texas. I thought it was Florida and Texas. Florida is is um, rapidly reopening, but I, I don't know if they still have their mask mandate. I know it was Mississippi and Texas. Okay. Just in the news. Because I mean, I've got family down in yeah. Texas and they were just up recently, unfortunately for a funeral. It's a horrible reason to be up, but they were up and we spent about a week together, which is really good for me. It was a very tough time in my life at that moment. So it was really good to have them up, to have people to talk to. And honestly, so I wasn't just alone in my house for a whole week by myself. That was, it was, it was quite good to have them up again under bad circumstances. But when, when they came up, it's like they, they had family fly in from all over the country and we all got together and we saw each other and we hugged each other and we, we got to see everybody. And then we went to the funeral and they're standing in line and they're hugging everybody and nobody's wearing masks. Some people coming in were, but none of the family that were there were wearing masks. And it was like, okay, now it's a week, week and a half later or whatever it is. Nobody got sick. Everybody's fine. So it's not like this horrible thing came in. Like one person spread it to everybody and then we got everybody else sick. And yeah. like all of a sudden 50 fucking people got sick. It's like, no. Like we were all fine and it was no big deal, which which is a good thing, obviously, because it means obviously things are heading in the right direction and we're we're obviously getting better. But it was it was so good to hear them say the time they got home, they got back to Texas, the the mandate had been lifted for the mass, so they were allowed to go into stores and everything else. And granted, there they did a really in Texas, they did a really good job of keeping businesses open and doing those kind of things and allowing them to at least operate until like you know, 30 to 40 to up to 80% like capacities, I guess, to try to keep the businesses open instead of just shutting everything down like we did here in Ohio. But they, they got they got back and just the the text that I got from family members saying how wonderful it was to see smiles on people's faces. Just oh, yeah. that simple thing that they had missed, you know, for almost over a year now. And it's like... Call me insane, man, but... When you <laughs> when you make it a regular practice to cover people's faces, that's one of those things about people. You start to lose your social connection to people. Yeah. You become isolated. Even in public, you're isolated because nobody knows who you are. You don't know who people are. Oh, that's bullshit because you, you know, can pick somebody out instantly even if they're covering their face. Okay. Um, my, my, yeah, my point being that like it's – Wearing a mask, it when it becomes commonplace, you know, as it is now, it it subconsciously is is isolating. Yes. Yeah. So the interesting thing about you know the responses on the you know Texas and stuff like that reopening was basically you know from the left is oh we're so close to beating this we're so close to the end now all you're gonna do is kill another half a million people, you know, and here's all these things you're going to do by lifting this mass mandate, completely ignoring what the democratic states and cities like New York, California, you know, the stuff they've, they're actually the ones who've been the most stringent, their numbers are still up too. Yeah. The the ones with for fuck that we, we give them a pass because they have democratic leadership places like Florida, Mississippi, and Texas. They're going to, they get, they get trashed based on a projection of what might happen. So, and and that's just because obviously the Democrats, or you know these 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 leftists, they hate anything conservative. They hate it. Um, you know. Then why the point- is it that all these people who used to live in California are now moving to Texas, Arizona, Florida? Why well, are they moving to those states? Be- be- 
I, I would have to assume that you've got <laughs> you've got you know a combination of you know conservative people that want to get to work, or even maybe even liberal people who just say, you know, hey, I'm I'm still liberal, but I'm moving to Texas so I can continue to work. Yeah, you know, they want freedom. But the the, the this whole like narrative that like um these people are like, well, you know, fuck Greg Ab, I don't care what he says, I'm still wearing a mask, I'm still staying home, and it's like you are always allowed to do that. I I understand where you're coming you from. You could always do that. But I I think that if you hide your mask in public and, and you are not sick, you're not trying to keep the spread of the actual disease you, disease you have at the moment to somebody else, then I, I see that as being a threat. Like, cause like, granted, like before, you would never think about going into a bank or a school, or anything like that, covering your face. Mm-hmm. Because you would you'd be seen as an instant threat. So it's like, if, if you want to wear your mask around your house, or to go to a friend's party, or do whatever, I got no problem with that. But if you, like, if the mask mandates are lifted, and you come into a bank, I'm going to assume you're a bank robber. Well, I wouldn't right now. I, mean, I, I, I understand, just, I understand yeah. right now. I get it. But as a whole, it's like, there, there are things of that. It's like, okay, let them do what they want. Up to a certain point, but unless it threatens other people, you know, then that's not okay. You know, like if that's causing panic, because again, like if I'm at a bank and somebody comes in with like covering their face, I assume they're there to rob the place. Yeah. And that's, you know, it's, it's just hilarious how like you can literally have like the governor of New York right now being basically in the middle of two scandals. One, he, he's, um, I'm not going to call him a rapist, but he's a he's a fucking creepo, sexual pervert. Um, and two, that his administration covered up all these COVID deaths in these nursing homes. I mean, that's I mean, he just New York. They just voted to strip him of his executive powers. Um, and you you don't see any of that. All you had is people talking shit about Texas because what might happen. It's like you know what? Don't either you're fucking jealous of Texas, or you're you're so partisan. That you can't, like, it just, it pains you too much to recognize the failures from your own party that you've got to focus on potential failures. That that might be the real issue. You know, it's like. You're so focused on the other side because they're so evil that you look past all the horrible things that everything else has done. And that's, that's, and literally that's nine, when I'm saying, honestly, that's what 95% of Twitter is basically can all be boiled down to what about, what about ism basically you know well oh you're doing oh, this happened well what about this well remember what this guy did well what about him and what about this state and what about you know well don't worry well, oh we'll worry about that when we talk about this you know it's like nobody wants to deal with anything because the other side already fucked up and that's i think we talked about this on an older cast but that's literally all you're going to get from here on out for the foreseeable future is anything that gets done or any problem that exists it could easily just be dismissed. Like, yeah, we still have kids in cages right now. Why is nobody doing shit about it or saying anything about it? Because it's just like, well, we had them under the Trump administration. So, well, we got them under this administration. What are you going to do? Right? It's like, well, if you wanted them torn down four months ago, why aren't you still wanting them torn down right now? Well, I do want them torn down now. I just, you know, it's just, we're just, uh, I don't know. You know, and it's like, well, yeah. either it's a big deal or it's not. You know, either it's something to, you know, make a big spectacle about, or it's not. It, it should not come down to who's in charge that, and that all of a sudden 
dictates if it's an atrocity or not. Either it's wrong or it's not. But people are people are so afraid to challenge their own party or their own beliefs, mainly for reasons of well, two, one, they could be ostracized from their own political community, and two, they could ostracize. You know, they could confuse themselves because they're like, well, shit, if I'm if I'm wrong about this or we're wrong about this, what else do I have to you know? What else do I have to? Worry and that's about why they'll never about? look at it because yeah. of that right there. Exactly. Because then they have to look at so many other things in their lives, and they don't want to do that. Like I could sit here and name off so many bullshit things that Republicans have done over the last four or five years that have that have infuriated me and make me sick to be associated with the conservative movement. Um. I would just be curious how how many left wing people would be willing to call out the bullshit from their own side because you you don't har- and I'm not I'm not saying this to say well I'm better than I'm holier than thou but they'll you know like when you when Biden was elected he wanted this big unity thing right oh, I want unity let's uh-huh. bring unity you know even though some of the comments he's made like he basically said te- the Texas Texans have Neanderthal mindset for wanting to reopen their their government. Something that Trump would, if Trump would have said that, he would have gotten dragged by every publication in America. Biden said it, oh, you know, just, but, you know, the, when you, when you have a, a fear of admitting that sometimes the people you put in charge are doing a shitty job. You're just, you're just, it's like a pig rolling around in his own filth, basically. You're, just, <laughs> you're, you're going to just keep ignoring the filth and all in the name of power, all in the name of winning. You know, let's not worry about actually making things better. Let's just worry about winning next time. And it's like, just nobody's learn. It doesn't feel like anybody's learning anything. I mean, Trump said he wants to run for senator of Alaska against this, uh, a senator there who voted for his impeachment. It's like. And, 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 and the crazy thing about it is, is that crazy? No, it's not. I didn't think Trump would want to get back into office, but is it crazy? No. What is crazy, though, are the people who think it's a good idea. <laughs> they're like, they, 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 they think it can work. They're thinking like, oh, he could get in the Senate, and then he could become Speaker of the House if the Republicans take the Senate, and then he could impeach Biden. Trust me when I say could, that's not the kind of person we want in charge and it's of like, the Senate. It's like, yeah, it's like, is that what you really, is that what you really want? Like, is that you really think that's going to work? Like you're, 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 you're just as delusional. And if you can't call out that type of delusion from your own quote unquote party, even though I'm going to start separating MAGA from a true conservative, just like I'm going to separate the woke mob from a liberal. Yeah, a true you know, liberal. I mean, MAGA, it's, it's, MAGA is its own thing. And it's like, if you didn't, if you don't see it, if you didn't get like, yeah, I understand there was alluring things about Trump. I, I can admit that there were a lot of policy wise and number wise things positive about the Trump presidency, but you want to get back on this train again? Like you're insane. You're crazy. <laughs> like you don't you don't see for reality for what it is. Okay. And like I said, not to pat myself on the back, but if 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 you had more people on the left willing to maybe call out their own bullshit, and I've seen, you know, here or there, you know, I've seen a few people call out Biden and say, Hey, you know, you we were told this was gonna happen and Biden hasn't even done a press conference in a month and stuff like that. And like you know, I, I glad I'm glad to see a lot of that, but most of everything about Biden has been pure fluff. It's been all handled through the press secretary. Oh yeah, oh um, yeah. It's always going to be. So it it's 
it, that's why it makes it hard to take anybody seriously. And when you don't take anybody seriously and you can't, and you don't, res- and that leads to a loss of respect, then you don't respect them. Then you dehumanize them. And then. Then once you, once they, you start dehumanizing then you, then you the bla- other side, them, yeah. yeah, war happens. So I know we that's that's the real issue. Yeah. Well, here, here's here's the important question about Biden: How long has he been in office? It's been a couple months. Yeah. Yeah. What, what's a couple? Three, four? Well, I don't know. January twenty exactly. sixth, right? Okay. So we I still got a few months left on my <laughs> on my call. Oh, that he's, okay. That he's gonna like denounce his own <laughs> presidency within six months, but I'll tell you what, it's looking more and more like I'm gonna be wrong well, on that one. <laughs> <laughs> the dude has not done a press conference. He has not. He won't. He has not taken questions publicly from the media. In fact, that's not surprising you know, at all. In, but in a month, and it's like I, I still swore within six months he's going to come out and say, "Hey, uh, my health is deteriorating. I'm not fit for this. I'm going to turn it over to the people. We've got a good leadership people here. We're all ready to go. We're excited." And blah 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 blah. It's yeah. going to be the same bullshit. I feel like he. I six months might be a little quick. Well, but, I called it, so if I'm wrong, I will owe you but, all a public apology but on here. I would say that apology because I still think that that's something that, and who knows, it might it, when it does happen, it could be totally legit. I mean, it's an old fucking dude. It's not. He's, he's super old, you know, and he's losing his fucking mind. Yeah. We all know that. Anybody who's seen people go through dementia or anything like that, it's that's what the dude is headed towards. Well, he, the issue with that is if Kamala, Kamala, whatever the fuck her name is. I always forget. Is it, okay. is it Kamala? I don't know. I, I think only, it's Kamala. I only know white names. Because um, I always want to say Kamala, I'm, I'm but I think, racist, I think it's if, Kamala. If I, yeah, I think it is. Um, if she gets in office, I mean. She will. She, she will be. She'll be the president. And, and I mentioned this before when, when they were, when back when they were running. She will be, you won't be able to criticize her. Or here's the issue. <laughs> she's going to get criticized a lot because she's a black woman. And a lot of that. No, she'll get criticized no, no, a no, lot no, listen, because of her policies. Listen, no, listen, listen, she's going. No, I'm not, I'm not. There are going to be people because there are racist assholes out there. She's that will hate her purely because she's a woman and she's black. Okay. Yes, that will be the case. But here's the problem. Obviously, she's a person. She's going to fuck up a lot. Every politician fucks up. Okay. She's going to be beyond criticism because if you do come at her, then they're just going to say, "Well, you're only coming at her because she's a woman or of her race," and she'll be untouchable. You know, like even Obama, who was a man, okay, but even Obama, still to this day, I, I had a fucking old friend of mine a long time ago tell me, oh, you just had a fucking problem with Obama because he's black. And I look at this dude and I'm like, you you know me. Like, you know that's not true. Like, why would you say something like that? Just because they've heard it yeah. on the media. And so it's like, if people are going to say that you didn't like Obama, just, and here's the reason people say that, because there are some people out there that did. They hated Obama because he was black. And yet, they're going to take those opinions and conflate them with somebody else's who also didn't like him and say, well, just like, oh, you didn't like the new Star Wars because you don't like having a black lead. You don't like women in the story. And it's like, or how about just Princess Leia, it, motherfucker? Or how about just because it was a shitty yeah. movie? No, 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 no. And the no, storyline was no, horrible. No, it's because and they just ripped off a new hope. No, you're a bigot. That's Wankers. why. But the same, and it'll be the same thing with Kamala is you're a bigot. You're coming at her. You're a bigot. You're coming at my queen. You know, you're, it's, it, 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 it's it's inevitable. Yeah, I know it's inevitable, we'll but see, we'll see I, I called it for six months, and I, it's looking more and more like that's not going to be the well, case. Well, do you so. know what, dude? The dude, could, the, dude <laughs> the dude could have a stroke here in the next five minutes. And we'll, of course, and we, of and course. We'll, and we'll I, I still got a chance. Yeah. I got still got a chance. Do you still get credit like if he does like die, or it's only if he comes out and says it? Do you still get the – Oh, no, no. It's it's going to be just him stepping down. It's it's not. He's not going to die. 
Okay. Because, I mean, he could die. Well, of course. There's <clears> always that. <throat> you know, but I, I don't think that's going to be the case. I think he's just going to say, hey, you know, like, I'm not fit to do this, which we all knew. Yeah. And so he's going to turn it over to everybody else. And, that, like, we all saw it coming. Like, he's old as fuck. You know, you know who would be good to, like, and I don't even know if I'd want to do it just because it just seems exhausting right now. But, you know, um, Ben, the guy we've had on the, on American Oski a couple of times, huh? that's, to me, that's an example of somebody who and I talk about, like, I don't want to conflate a liberal with the woke mob because I feel like Ben is somebody that can see, would see through the bullshit. What, what, I, what I love about Ben is the fact that <clears throat> he's got his opinions and they're strong. And it and it's and it's it stands against what a lot of like you and myself and Jake obviously think as well, which is great. It's it's good it's good to have his perspective on here. But what I love about him is he never gets angry, he yeah. never yells, he never calls names, but he's also willing to listen to our point of view and at the end be like, you know what? I never thought of it that way. That kind of sh- changes yeah. some of what like I was if, not if, all of what yeah. I was thinking, but some of what I, I'm willing to stand down like, on some of what I said. We, if, and I love that because that that in my mind is what we all should be doing because we should be doing the exact same thing about his positions. Like you know what? Fuck! I never thought about it that way. That makes a lot of sense. I, I think I'm cool you, with you could take probably the most convers- controversial thing we talked about today, and that was me saying basically that I feel like diversity sometimes can do can do I mean, more obviously, harm. The con- most controversial will be depending on who's listening and yeah. what they but feel that's, most important That's a controversial about, statement is the dangers of diversity. Yes. Because in because when you say, you know, it's as simple as, you know, you learned in Sesame Street that diversity is good. We've learned it our whole life. So it seems absurd to say the other. But I feel like, you know, if Ben and I both, you know, gave us a month and we prepared our arguments, I think that would be a topic where you could have a great debate. Not that I'm not saying I want to do this by any means, just because it's exhausting and the dude's a better speaker than I am, so he probably. <laughs> um, he is quite good at but, speaking. Um, and I probably wouldn't do the research either because I would just be too lazy. And, I'd, <laughs> and I would say I did it, and he'd know I didn't. Um, <laughs> but I feel like a topic like that where he would, he, I, I would assume he would come at it from the point of, let me show you why diversity is important and all the positives it brings. And I would do the opposite. I feel like that would be, that's a great topic because. I know at the end, neither of our minds would be changed. Nor but, should they be. But I also know that at the same time, like that is a topic that needs to be – people need to listen to people discuss those issues because I feel like it, it it's things that claw at people's minds. It, it, it can't just be ours. You know, you know that this is on other people's minds. Yeah, the more that I talk about politics yeah. with other people, the more that I realize that – Again, they're not buying into the bullshit on the, the the bullshit on the right or the bullshit on the left. They're somewhere in the middle. Yeah. But again, they're not allowed to have these conversations because it's, they've become so taboo in our society nowadays that they're going to be vilified either way. Well, that's exact, and that's exactly I mean, what you, you mentioned it earlier. Yeah. I mean, literally, if if we had five hundred thousand people listening an episode, which obviously we do not. Now, granted, we have moved from tens of listeners to dozens of listeners now, so that that's Dude, been good. If you were to tell me when you first started this that that every time you do a podcast, you're going to get about thirty to forty people listening. I would say, fuck, yeah, dude. I mean, that's more people than I know, right? I don't even know 40 people right now. <laughs> so I know you want the big numbers, but... No, no, no. I don't want the big numbers. <clears throat> I'm not expecting to ever have those. I do this because I enjoy it. I love it. This is my outlet. 
Yeah. I, I actually had a great talk about that with Dane, uh, my physical therapist. He's been on the podcast a few times. And, and he's talked about that is like, hey, man, how are you keeping sane right now? Because we're all closed off. Like you're told to stay home. Don't do anything. Whereas granted, that was only like a couple of months for me because then my gym opened back up and I was allowed to go back to the gym. So I got to see people there. I would see people at work. So it's like I got to... Uh, associate with a lot of people that I normally do, except for there's some friends that I haven't seen because they're too afraid to meet up. Yeah. And that, that's their choice. I have to respect their choices. I think it's ridiculous because I'm like, hey, I've already been sick. I'm okay now. Like, I'm immune. I'm good. But they're still afraid and that's fine. So I have to respect where they're coming from. But Dane had asked me, he's like, man, how are you keeping sane right now? I was like, because we've been doing this. Yeah. We've been doing this a lot. It's like, I've got nothing else really going on besides the gym. So it's like, this is kind of what I've been trying to do more and more of and get more people on the podcast or do more episodes like these where we get to actually talk about these tough topics that people aren't allowed to. So it's allowing me to vent a lot of my frustrations, which I'm sure a lot of that comes out is, it's just I'm frustrated with a lot of things in life right now. So I'm a little bit more fired up than normal probably, but that's okay because it's just me getting it out. It's so good to be able to just yeah. talk and just get these things off of my chest yeah. and just internalize everything because i mean even like even talking about like because i've had these thoughts on you know the negative effects of of um of, uh what are the two terms you've got basically you know tribalism and um what's the other fucking word uh where yeah, it's basically a, you have a, a group, you know, you have a focus on the group as opposed to the individual. And, you know, so I, I've done a lot of thinking as far as, um, you know, the benefits and the negative effects of both about, you know, our as, as humans have gone from, you know, it, it feels like we did all of our, you know, we built ourselves up under a tribalistic, um, you know, way of life. And now that's that's gone to the way of you know collect uh, collectivism is what okay I'm individualism versus collectivism the good of the group versus the good of the individual and those are taboo subjects like I said when you talk about diversity instantly you think diversity equals good and I guess my thing would be to challenge yourself to exp exp next time you know explain that to yourself basically. And explain it in a way, and it, it would be easy for you to say, well, diversity is good because <clears throat> we need people from all forms of this and that to have a say. That way we can come together and know what's best. And that would be fine. You could say, okay, looking back at history, has that ever worked? All it's done is divide nations. Okay, so why is that? Why, why, why do we have something that sounds so good and yet has produced such negative results? Because the more inclusive we're trying to get as Americans, as a society, <clears throat> pardon me, the more accepting we're trying to get, the more divided we're becoming. So ask yourself that. Have the tough conversation with yourself and say, why is something so good leading to su such negative results? Where are we going wrong here? And that leads you to some difficult, some difficult, you know, realities, especially when you start looking at like, you know, prosperous civilizations in the past. Okay. I mean, basically the whole movie Black Panther is, this is what would, be, this is what Africa would be if the white man stayed out of here. You know, we would have, it would be this kingdom where black people would have been allowed to, you know, flourish in the way they wanted to. You know, you can ask me, I mean, yeah, you, you, of course you've got a lot of black people saying, ah, I love being American. I'm, I love it. You've got a lot of them also saying, man, fuck America. You know, 
Like all they're doing is they got their foot on our necks, and um, and and, and I can't disagree with any of that. And I, it's because we broke the law. We broke the rule, and the rule. And we when we went over there and took them from their place and brought them over here, a bunch of Europe when a bunch of Europeans went took a bunch of people they did not understand, took them out of their culture and brought them over here and just thought they'd assimilate them. And then we end up just murdering them, enslaving them, and then fucking their women and procreating with them. Like, what do you think is going to happen? Nobody thought two, three hundred years down the line what it leads to. Well, here we are. Here we are. So, yeah, you've got your diversity. You've got all the diversity you could possibly want right now in America. Where has it gotten us? Nowhere good. Nowhere good. Um, so, it's those type of difficult conversations that, like, that's what I feel like this is for. It's like, say it, own it, and defend it, but don't, it's nothing's ever written in stone. Exactly. Every, everything we talk about here, every idea. Because again, if we were to have this exact same conversation yeah. six months from now, hopefully it'll be different. Yeah. And that's, and, and not to get off on a total tangent here, but, you know, just to give you some insight into what I, into what I believe, if, if, and I'm sure whether you're Christian or not, you've heard of the concept of the Antichrist, um, as far as like one of the things he's called in the Bible is the great unifier. He's going to unify the world under one religion, under one go- a one government system, and that's where I. See- so when I look at stuff, I always filter it through my my faith, my point of view. And if I see if the Bible says that's the end game, this great unifier, I can see how we're going to that because think of how divided we are right now. Imagine how this world would cling to somebody who was able to bring us all together under one government. Under we don't one- we don't want that. We we say that right now. No no okay. no, no, no no. We don't say that right now. We, don't, we can- don't don't be don't be short sighted because two hundred years ago we had no idea where we'd be now. It's best to say, yeah, right now we don't want that, which is why the Antichrist isn't around right now. You're correct. We don't want that. We're, we're trending towards needing that, towards looking at somebody like that as a savior. Like when all options, when everything has fallen apart, the great unifier then comes and brings it all together and mends it and ends up basically ushering in the end of the world. But, that, but that's, I, I don't know if that's really the case, but I mean, I, I get what you're saying, but it's like. Well, Pe- people you're not there you're not yeah we're not there right now but pe- i don't think people want like one people what, want peace I, I think they want individuality not no collectivism not not collectivism because like Wrong. Let's, let's, the, the left wants no, collect- I, I disagree because okay let me get, let me get this out first all right so i don't lose my train of thought and because you want to disagree with everything <laughs> there's nothing really to disagree with right now with what i'm saying because here's what all first of all what i'm saying is based on my faith so you can't i mean we you can here, if you look at the, if you look at what I'm saying, foundationally, that everything, the pendulum is swinging left. Okay, if you're going to if, accept that, if you're going to accept that, now if you want to not accept that, you don't have to. But I'm telling you how I feel. Okay, with everything swinging left. Okay, you're right. The individuals don't want that one world government. They don't. They're not looking for the great unifier. Okay, what I'm saying is that as the pendulum continues to swing, those people who don't want it are going to become less and less and less relevant to society. They're going to be shunned and pretty soon they're going to be looked at as lepers. Okay, they're going to be they're going to be shunned. Their ideas will be shunned just like the Nazis. Now when we look back at the Nazis, everything about it we shun it all. <clears throat> all their books, all their fucking speeches, everything. We shun it all. Okay? That's where I see it going. So eventually when all the people who do matter, who do have say and who do have power, if they want the great unifier, then it will happen. It won't matter what the dude, you know, with all his guns living on his farm, what he wants, because he's not going to matter to society anymore. We will have moved past him and what he wants and cares about. And it will be what the woke mob, the woke mob now, it won't be the woke mob. It will just be 
civilization. That's what it will be. And that's what they'll want. They want everybody the same. Everybody believing the same thing. Acceptance for everybody. All countries at peace. Oh God, they'll fucking eat that shit up. Okay, they'll fuck they would eat that out of a diaper if they could. That's the end game for that for for the progressive. It all leads there. Okay? That progressive utopia of everyone being the same and equal and equal opportunity, equal outcome, equal everything. You know, any everybody fucking whoever they want, whenever they want, they can be whoever they want, worshiping the self, humanism at its at, at, at its absolute peak. Then the great unifier comes and brings it all together and they will eat that shit up. That's my point. Yes, you're right. The people now, okay, we're not at that point. No, I'm not even talking we're about not that. that I'm, I'm talking in general, right? Because like I get exactly what you're saying and that's and that's all fine and dandy, but that's only if they get exactly what they want right now. The woke mob, so to speak, right? Because so you're let, saying now is the time to fight. No, no. What, what I'm saying is let's let's take that and let's flip it. You brought up your your religion. Let's let's use Christianity. It's a great example. So let's let's use that. So we can say that hey, if most people who were Christian of faith and believe these things were to say that marriage is long between a man and a woman and abortion is wrong because God says so, we should make it illegal. Period, and call it that. But they're going to say no. We need to have individual. Right to 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 choose and believe and do what we want because because of all that they don't want centralism because of that so it's it's only if it agrees with their beliefs so they want the centralism or the collectivism excuse me instead of the the individualism and it's like we need to fight to preserve the individualism because again Christians shouldn't care who get married and who don't like it's it's irrelevant like you should love who you love and it's just uh. A, a certificate for the government for bullshit reasons. I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah, and it doesn't I, I mean say, I don't, I don't, yeah. And every church I've gone to and, and Christian friends that I have, I don't think anybody's against gay people having equal rights. I think that what, what I mean, we can, unfortunately, what, as, as same as there are far, far yeah. right, crazy people who believe that Barack Obama was bad because he's black. Yeah. There's some people yeah, who oh, believe sure. that. Yeah. But as a whole, we all shouldn't care. But the most important thing is we have to defend the individual's rights to be able to be different and have different thoughts and ideas. We, we can't all be the same. Exactly. But they're only going that way now is because, again, if you stand up against that at all, then you get vilified and shut down and canceled or whatever because it's all going their way right now. But if it's not, then they don't want that. That's why it's so important to go after like the individual freedom. And that's what they're doing. They're trying to minimize. They think that, but they're doing the wrong thing. Oh yeah, they're not. I'm, I'm not saying they're doing it. I'm not endorsing what they're doing. Or it's. I'm just saying it's what's happening. Yeah. It's what's happening, and I see, and that's where I see, you know, to me, it makes sense. Everywhere, everything that I see happening and where we're going, it all is like, you know, I, I know from what I know about the end times, I'm like, yep, check, check that, check that box, check that box. Like, we are we are on the way there. I'm not going to say, like I said, I don't know where this is going to be, 50 years, 500, 5,000, 5 million. You know, you, there are things that, that, that there are ways to, you know, there are things that, that need to happen prophecy-wise, you know, but a lot of them have already happened. I'm not going to really get into it just because I don't want to bore people that don't share the faith. So, but my point is, is that if, if, if whoever's listening to this, whether they, whether they're Christian or not, they probably know Christians. And if they're, if those Christians that they do know, know their Bible. And if they're serious about it, and it's not just something that they put on their mantle and 
you know, it's just like another personality trait. If they're serious about it, they understand, they realize the same thing. And that is the end time. While, while we should live steadfastly in our beliefs right now, we can't stop what's coming. Like what's coming is coming and what's coming. And now it's just all the more, um, apparent, uh, on it. See, you know, on when it looks like prophecy being fulfilled and when it looks like the trajectory that we're on whether or not you look whether or not you want to say i'm nuts or whatever the end of the world it's coming okay whether you want to believe that it's by the return of jesus or on the end of a nuclear bomb you know or several of them you're eventually that's what you're getting if you think we're getting to the place where we're all flying cars around on some you know green you know uh you know, space station or, you know, some, whatever futuristic earth you've seen in the movies, like you're wrong. You're not getting there at this rate. You're not until you show me one example of things getting better, but it continues. Like I said, the more that, that society in America has strived for inclusion and diversity and acceptance, the worse it's gotten. Ask yourself why. And sometimes the only answer is going to, and, and for me, the answer is just like, because that's the way that it's been told it's going to happen. That's the way when you read the Bible, you see how it, that it's, it's written. That's how it happened. When humans become lovers of themselves and, you know, basically how sound teaching and science gets thrown out the window for new, for that, new, I mean, that's how societies fall. You know, it's like, exactly. Look at so history. It's like whether, however you want to believe it's going to happen. Um, you know, I, I, on one hand, you know, I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, be hopeless because. You know, it, it, honestly, it doesn't matter whether the end of the world is coming or if you believe it is or not. It's not going to change the way you live your day to day life. It doesn't change mine. For me, if anything, it just gives clarity. It helps with acceptance. And yeah, maybe it leads to some some um, just being uh, apathetic about some things, saying, well, that's the way it's going to be. I can't change anything. I'm going to let God do his thing. And I'm just going to just, you know, so there it can have negative effects like that. It can make you apathetic about things and just say, well, it's just the way they are. I can't. I just. I say I that the most him. important thing we need to do right now is fight for individual freedoms, because once we lose that, it's all over. And and you're you're absolutely correct. And you just watch as time progresses, the individual will be the in, individual thought will be vilified more and more. The more you are focusing on the individual, and the less interested you are in collectivism, the more you're gonna. The more you will be ostracized as an enemy. You will be an enemy. Of, of progress, anti-progressive, anti-woke. So I can dig it. All right. I think that's a great place to wrap this bitch up. Uh, any closing thoughts you have, sir, besides those wise words? I just, I, my last like 20 minutes for closing thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. So it's a good place to I wrap didn't think it up. I, I didn't think I would get to the, to the biblical end of the world here, but somehow we, we could, we found our way here. So yeah. Um, I guess basically, yeah, there were some controversial things uh, said today. I'm sure when I listened back to this, there will be things I cringe at and say, oh, I should have said it this way or that way. But that's always going to happen. For those, always going to yeah, happen. For those of you who know me, you know, people who've listened to the podcast yeah, and if you don't, from the start yeah. to now, they know your heart. They, yeah. they know that it's not and I'm, malicious yeah, I, here. And I'm not. Yeah, there's, um, you know, and I guess I guess this I, I, I'm t I'm trying to talk about some of this difficult stuff that way, at least if anything, you can listen to it and talk about it in your own head. And maybe you're arguing with me in your head right now and saying, no, you're wrong about this. You're wrong about that. But hopefully they can you know, be able to talk about it with close friends. That's true. Yeah. And, and, start and, and, interesting and even if they feel that I'm wrong, that's, I'm still fine with that because at least now they're, they're thinking and they're, 
and by arguing against me in their head, they're at least having to defend their own viewpoints. And that's always healthy because regardless of whether I find your viewpoint correct or not, if at least you're thinking about it, if at least you're like a potter and it's clay, as long as you're molding it and you're constantly forming it, I don't care if it's against me. Just don't let it sit there and get brittle and dry up and then, you know, turn to dust. Um, be thinking about these things and they're, they're, they're t- because sometimes, you know, it's tough. There's a lot of things I, I, I think, you know, on a, if you're putting a scale in front of me, I'm thinking half on this side of the scale, half on the other. And, and, and depending, you know, and, and there's nothing wrong with that. Don't feel bad, you know, for being in the center on things and seeing good and bad. Don't, don't let anyone call you, uh, either a bigot or, you know, um, you know, a pussy or a snowflake or whatever for trying to understand different ways of thinking or for, you know, sometimes sitting on the fence until the dust settles. Okay. Fuck those people that want you to make a decision and for want you to plant your hill or plant your flag on any hill they decide that you have to on that given day. Fuck those people. I believe that in the end, 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 they will be looked at as the fucking villains. Okay. They will be the ones written out of history. But, you know, until that time comes, um, yeah, just get on podcast and talk about it, right? <laughs> what else can you do? Well, I'll, I'll tell you what. Like, I, I definitely don't think that this is the end of the world. I don't think we're headed towards the end of the world. I have a lot of optimism that things are just, again, understanding human nature. Like, things have just swung too far one way, and we're going to pull them back towards the middle. And unfortunately, understanding how things work is they'll go too far the other way. You'll have to pull them back towards the middle. And I think that more and more of us need to start living our lives to try to be in the middle but most importantly is to defend our individual rights. That is the most important thing we can do right now. So if you need to vote for those things or you need to talk to your friends about those things, and again, they may be controversial. You might get yelled at originally or initially, I should say, but it's but you need to stand for those principles because those are the most important things. We cannot give in to terrorism because if we do, we are doomed. You will get 100% agree, agreement with me on that. The We fight for the individual. There is a place for collectivism. There's a place for diversity, but none of it works without the power of the individual. Absolutely. None of it works. hundred percent. And we need, we need to preserve that as much as possible because without it, there's, there's really no point in being here. Cause again, it's just all the same and blah. And who wants blah? God damn it. Fuck blah. Yeah. We want nice, colorful, bright, beautiful things. All right. Well, Andrew, my brother, as always, it is a pleasure to have you on. We need to do these segments way more yeah, often. Yeah, who knows? Maybe we'll make a culture war segment. Here. Oh, who this knows? is so much fun. Yeah. And again, it's the kind of things that I love talking about. We get excited. We, we get amped up. We get fired up. Some of these things are definitely going to be cringeworthy later, but that's okay. <laughs> it's, it's just part of it. It's how we're feeling at the moment. And again, hopefully they'll evolve and progress and Things will change over the coming months and years as we keep doing more and more of these segments. And hopefully you guys are enjoying these. I know that I've had a blast. I've been looking forward to this all week. been super excited to get Andrew on. And it's, it's always a good time. So thank you, my brother. And we will see you guys next time. Peace. <laughs> All right, well, that wraps up another great episode. That was a lot of fun. I can't believe we talked for over two hours. It's It was hilarious because the whole week we're kind of chatting back and forth, like, hey, man, what do you want to cover? you have any ideas? And Andrew's like, oh, I got a couple of ideas. I don't know. We might be able to 
you know, like 45 minutes, maybe an hour. We'll figure something out. Like, it's kind of some simple things that I've been thinking about or whatever. And then we get here and we just start rambling. <laughs> you know, it's like, look down at the time, like, holy shit. <laughs> Where did the time go? It's, it's, to me, it's always interesting because you can, I can always tell when I'm having fun in a conversation because time just disappears. Because, I mean, I swear that that felt like an hour, maybe an hour and a half at the most. And I look down and it's, you know, almost like two hours and 20 minutes. I mean, this is ridiculous. So, holy shit, I can't believe we had this much stuff to talk about. But it also had been a long time since the two of us had sat down. And, and I love this idea of the new segment of, you know, of the, the culture stuff. And, and I said, I, I believe we're going to stick with uh, the culture clash. And uh, I think we're going to make some new segments going forward and we're going to just have some fun and put our stuff, you know, our ideas out there. And hopefully you guys, you know, agree with some of them, but also disagree with the others. And that, I think that's important. And, and hopefully we can get some, you know, responses back and have other people talk about things, have some other people on. And eventually we'll kind of hopefully evolve our own thinking of kind of what's going on. And, and I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I guess what's what's the whole idea of everything? It's just to, to hopefully get better by ourselves and then move forward, you know, as a whole. Maybe that's hippy dippy. I don't know, but that's how I'm feeling at the moment. <laughs> so hopefully we can make that happen. If you guys are still listening, especially on this long of an episode, I can't tell you how much your support means to me. But I could still use your help to get the show bumped up in the rankings. And the best thing we can do right now is to go out to wherever you're listening to this and leave it some five-star reviews. That really helps the show gets, get more people listening to it because uh, just it's the algorithm of how things work, right? The, the best thing we can do right now is just leave some five-star reviews so that hopefully new people will find the show. And as always, talk to your friends about it. Share it on social media, whether you love it or hate it. I, I would greatly appreciate all the help in spreading, um, I don't want to say the word because it's not the word, but spreading the podcast uh, out to other new people. That's all we have time for this week. So we will see you guys next time on Uncensored Humanity.